Welcome back to Word of God. I don't remember the rest of the intro. <laughs> we have three English majors who have set up the Yes, 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 yes. Let me just let me fucking okay. Welcome back to Word of God. We're three English majors who've set out to analyze Supernatural now that it's done to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. But this time we're doing something a little bit different. I'm Wyatt, the old-time weeaboo. My pronouns are he, him, and you can follow me reading the works of David Graeber because I'm finally getting around to that, and it's good oh. shit. Are you specifically the only one I've read any of? I'm not finished with it. Is Debt? Is the yeah, only one? I just finished Debt. It was very good. Oh, I've started The Dawn of Everything. I have to finish it next because it's due back at the library. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, it, it gave me some thoughts about things, all right. For real. Some- Thoughts about some things. Uh, I'm Ash, the old, the what? What? What even am I? You're the latecomer, I think, or the latecomer weeb, I guess. Even though it's kind of backwards, I don't watch much anime in my adult life. Uh, I was never a weeb, thank God. You know, you can, but I associated with them. No, I know, but it's for the bit. My hand me downs. Also, I like I. We're at the point where anyone that watches anime is called a weave. Now you're now you're making it sound like through your own denial of the term that I was one. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Weeb means some meant something in 2015. Yes, like, of course it did. But language changes over time. <laughs> Used to be a term for a genuinely harmful person. Now it's just like a kind of fun, fun little slur we throw around. <laughs> Can you finish introducing yourself, please? Uh, oh yeah, I forgot I have pronouns. (laughs) My pronouns are be him or it it's, and you can follow me on Tumblr at the voice of Nightville with dashes. Ash had an encounter with someone who looked at Vim and was like, that bitch has pronouns, and and now now all thoughts of pronouns have, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, yeah. That woman, the woman in, in the parking mo- lot stole your fucking pronouns. She took my fucking pronouns, bruh. Can't have <laughs> shit in Michael's. Can't have shit in the Michael's parking lot. I know her ass was coming from the Hobby Lobby next door, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wait, the Michael's is next to the Hobby Lobby? Yes. God. They're in the same strip mall. It's so funny. The sexual that sounds tension. nauseous. It okay, is. Okay, well, get me some yarn. Anyway, or I'm, nauseating. I'm uh, the newcomer weeb and i use any pronouns so i really don't have pronouns and you can follow me on tumblr at lazarus emma there are two ways to have no pronouns either you use any pronouns or you don't use any pronouns at all use only my name or else i'll kill you yeah okay um today we are talking about supernatural the animation um episodes six and seven uh who's why didn't I write the name down on my fucking sheet? Six till death till do death us part. part, and seven is temptation of the demon. Mm-hmm. Why this always happens? Why to did me? I watch eight? Uh, con- about eight. All right. Content warnings for these episodes will include, <laughs> or else. Content warnings for these episodes include eye horror, mention of suicide, child murder, chronic illness, gruesome murder, possession, and gaslighting. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our ask box on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com. And that reminds me, we actually do have an ask. We do have an ask. Oh my gosh, that's right. Hello. Oh yeah, by the way, the the writers did the strike. They won, probably. I mean, they they agreed to whatever. terms in a deal. Yeah. The right WGA are the writers. 
Oh yeah, that's true. SAG-AFTRA <laughs> is the other one. Yeah, yes. SAG-AFTRA <laughs> is still striking. Um, we're, I mean, we're still gonna finish the anime, right? Because we're we're already on episode yeah. seven. Like it'd be weird not yet. to. But uh, I ain't quitting you. Yeah, I... <laughs> but it's good. It's good that it's good. Me to Anakin over. Slade. I ain't quitting you. <laughs> Yeah. I'll never be um, over that guy. Yeah, so ask. Can I read the ask? Yes. yes. So uh, our old friend Beautiful Glider is back. Hello, Hi, Beautiful, Beautiful Glider. Glider. Hello. Um, and says, I just finished listening. Nope. I just finished listening to y'all talk about the first ep of the anime and regarded, regarding how Dean realized Sam was the shifter. I'm pretty sure that shifter Sam not reacting to being called Sammy was a tip off. At the start of the ep, when Dean calls him Sammy, Sam says, don't call me that. But later, she, uh, shifter Sam doesn't bother to correct Dean. I just watched it again, and that's the moment Dean's expression changes. Yeah, I'm watching this the sub, by the way, so I'm not sure how they handled it in the dub. Yeah, I feel, I felt, this made me feel stupid. I'm like, oh, of oh, course that was it. Uh, yeah. uh, great, great call there, beautiful glider. Detective beautiful glider. So true. Um, yeah, I don't have too much more to say to that than that. Good observation. Uh, moving on, I suppose. <laughs> You're better at watching the show than we are. Yeah. <laughs> If you have a question or a concern or a love letter or even hate mail, if you make it funny, um, you can send that to us via our ask box on Tumblr. And also, wait, we already said this part, didn't we? Fuck me. Yeah. Okay, well, put Castiel in the subject line if you send us an email. We, this, we, there's we this direct one guy who's been persistently email, like, emailing us, and uh, he like really wants our podcast on his platform, but he's not putting Castiel on the subject line, so ah. he doesn't even <laughs> listen. Yeah, but do you even listen? Yeah, we're not making deals with anyone who doesn't listen. My cat is screaming, Tempura! In fairness, Tempura. it's not mentioned until, like, episode, like, 70-something that he's got to do that. So well, yeah. he's not up to fucking date. One, day, one. one day he will put Castiel on the subject line and we will say, wow, thank you, Gustavo. <laughs> Tempura, why do you scrum? Anyway, let's talk about supernatural anime. Yeah. Oh, I have the first synopsis. All right, episode six, Till Death Do Us Part, was written by Naoya Takoyama, um, and it is mostly the Bloody Mary episode. With an interesting twist. With an interesting twist. I wrote the synopsis a little while ago, so I'm going to refresh myself with the episode as we go. Uh, we start with a scene of the cemetery. Sam is at Jess's grave. Dean is calling John and gets nothing. We get a dead girlfriend montage of Jess, who's brunette. I don't think we've mentioned this before. Yeah. She's not blonde. Uh, Sam goes, Jessica, and there's a title sequence. Um, of, like the, the title card. Three years ago, uh, Dean scoffs at the Bloody Mary urban legend when John points at a possible case in Stanford where uh, someone's eyes were scratched out. The cops say it was heart failure and like she scratched her own eyes out. Um, I'm trying to remember who the victim was. If I just misgendered the victim, ignore it. Um, Dean says they, they already have someone in Stanford to show them around, but John says not to bring Sam into this because he has his own life. Guys, it's the Stanford era. Um, also, John doesn't let Dean drive uh, the car. This is true in the show also, right? I think there was a... He says the thing like, I wouldn't have given you the car if I didn't think you were going to take care of it. Um, but I don't think it's canonical to the original show. I thought, there, I thought there was a thing where Dean said like... I, he didn't let him drive it often or something like that. I don't know. Oh, oh probably. Well, he probably didn't because John drove it. Yeah, well, he exactly. He taught him to drive really young, but we don't know that yet. That's a, like a later season information. But that's like so that he could 
drive in an emergency, not so he could regularly be the one driving. Yeah, that's his mm-hmm. car. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, as the episode continues, we go back and forth between Zine and John and Jess and Sam. Uh, this is how Jess and Sam meet. She sits down like across from him. She says she noticed he's always by himself. Um, and she introduces herself. They're walking together. He says that he's not used to getting close to people. He gets defensive. And then he apologizes and explains about how, you know, the Winchester family lives, although not with a lot of detail for obvious reasons. Um, John told him not to let anyone too close or he'd make them sad one day. Uh, Jess and Sam see somebody being interviewed and he hurries away. Uh, Dean and John. Oh, I shouldn't have done all the J's. I'm going to have to pay attention. Dean and John investigate the house and see that all the reflective surfaces in the house have been covered. John says, quote, in the East, they use mirrors to summon spirits because they believe mirrors act as a path that connects our world with the spirit world. That's a quote from the dub anyway. I don't know how the sub says it. Uh, Evelyn might have been possessed by Bloody Mary. Oh, I guess Evelyn is the victim. Um, Dean finds a voicemail from a woman asking Evelyn to stop telling stories about Bloody Mary because they were just kids when all that happened. Interesting. Let's see if we learn more about this. Uh, Jess tells Sam that she used to be friends with Evelyn. She got a weird call from her about Bloody Mary and regrets not taking her seriously. In a coffee shop with a giant mirrored wall and a lot of reflective surfaces, um, a cute black woman confirms to Dean and John that she left that voicemail. She was the one talking to Evelyn saying, hey, stop talking about Bloody Mary. The three of us, so that's um risa evelyn and jess had a slumber party and summoned bloody mary then the room got creepy and she appeared in the mirror risa doesn't believe it anymore she thinks they were just kids imagining things evelyn had just been through a breakup she says but then uh she risa sees bloody mary's face in the surface of her coffee uh freaks out a little bit and goes no i didn't see anything and then she points them towards jess John's worried about Risa, so they drive back to her before Jess gets back to, with Sam. They plan to talk. They, Sam and Jess, plan to talk again sometime. We keep getting these, like, peaks back and forth. Uh, Risa is definitely being haunted. At midnight, Bloody Mary <laughs> appears, and Risa's eyes start bleeding. She screams, and the Winchesters show up to find her body. Rest in peace, Risa. Um, Jess cries into Sam's chest. He says maybe he could help, and she retells the slumber party, but says that she was too scared to open her eyes, so she didn't see anything. She's afraid to be next, but Sam says, don't worry, it's all a coincidence. Um, John finds a newspaper article about Linda Emerson, who was 42 and killed her three kids and then herself at the same time as the slumber party. They speculate maybe she mistook the three girls for her own kids, but why wait for 10 years? Sam tries to get the newspapers from 10 years ago, but they're already on loan. Hmm. Never mind. They were just returned. What a funny coincidental timing. Who could have done such a thing? Mm -hmm. Uh, There's still a sticky note at Linda's page. So um, John and Dean find out that her grave was disturbed and go off to find her body in its new location as Sam just misses them again. At the graveyard, John says he thinks he knows... Nope. John says he thinks Jess knows Sam. Jess, meanwhile, is sleeping when her room starts shaking. Bloody Mary's in the window, and then out of the window, like like the fucking ring girl, I guess, grabbing at Jess, but Sam comes in with salt to save her. John and Zine argue about contacting Sam. Sam and Jess run from sprinklers because the puddles become reflective. Uh, John asks how Sam knows all this. He dodges but says he won't let anything happen. No, Jess asks. Did I say John? I think so. Okay, I should not have written all these J's. I was like, yeah, it'll make sense in context. It does not. Jess asks how Sam knows all this. He dodges, but he says he won't let anything happen to her. Um, I have a little smiley face here. And then she sees Bloody Mary in his fucking eyeball, which rules. Uh, mm-hmm. And then his his 
his face explodes as she like demon pours out of his eyes to start choking Jess out. It's fucking um, her cool. Eyes, her eyes go pink like Risa's did. Um, pause on that for a bit, I guess. D- Dean and John continue looking for the grave. Sam holds Bloody Mary off, but she pinks his eyes too, so she- he collapses from. <laughs> I forgot I did this. My notes say he collapses from conjunctivitis. <laughs> Um, she gets back to Jess, but then she bursts into really cool flames. Jess makes Sam promise not to tell anyone about her dream. He teases her, um, meaning she thinks she's dreamed all of this episode. Phew. Dean and John walk, nope, watch Sam and Jess walk off and they drive away. Sam turns to see the cargo. Um, Jess says that she'll show him how to make friends and they all walk off. They're all firmly in their Stanford era lives and routines. After the credits, we're back at the grave in the present time, and Dean just got a call from Bobby who has info about John's whereabouts. Dun dun. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's the, episode. the episode. Okay, before anything else, because I keep forgetting to do this and then having to edit it in in post, we're watching the intro to oh, yes. this episode. Uh, featurettes, episode introductions, intro to episode six. Okay. Um, go live. What kind of pizza do you got, King? Uh, ham and pineapple. Fuck yeah! <laughs> That's my pizza of choice. It's good as hell. Mm-hmm. I always love what a polarizing uh, thing it is to say out loud. Okay, <laughs> you both in? No. Yes. Emma's not. Emma! I'm in, I'm in, it's just not loading. Okay, well. Unless it's a black screen, in which case right. it loaded. It's, it's, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, then we're good. Three, two, one, go. Did you ever wonder how Sam met Jessica when they were together at Stanford? <laughs> well, in this original anime episode, you'll finally get to learn the real story behind the romance. You'll also get a chance to see what John Winchester and Dean did together on hunts. I think you'll find it pretty interesting. All right. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's I not still, wrong. I, it, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. I still can't get over how absolutely, like, uncomfortable these are every uh-huh. time. It's, they're, they're so scripted in a way that really makes them feel, like, totally, like, charisma-less. Yeah, yeah which it's like, hilarious because your your job is to take scripts and put charisma yeah, but normally in them. your job is to take a script and be a character. Now your job is to take a script and be a fake you. Like, that's Okay, weird. hold on. You cannot say that that would be too difficult for the supernatural actors who regularly like, have had to play themselves playing themselves. Well, and also they're, like, constantly, like doing conventions and like talking to people and shit yeah like, also dean lives inside of jensen ackles brain no it, it mostly has been doing better with yeah. these. <laughs> there's just the sort of vibe of like i don't really want to be here doing this to these yeah. which maybe that's a projection but like i don't know there's just there's something a little bit off and we've all recognized that yeah maybe it's just because jared padalecki is so so awkward maybe but maybe i'm just like dunking on him too hard <laughs> Anyway, I did like to see the story behind the romance because there was yes. no like yeah romance. What do you mean? We got one scene of her and then she died. Like Jess is well, too. You got the Halloween party and Jeez. then you got the Smurf shirt. <laughs> yes. As I believe we talked about a little bit last episode, Jess is very different. Um, she's a totally different character. She is the yeah. like pure waifu type character of like I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this nice boy out of his shell. Um, and sort of not have too much going on in terms of 
like depth of personality, unfortunately. Um, but their interactions are cute, and it's like I don't know. I I enjoyed seeing them together and like starting to date and stuff. I thought that was fun. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I think it was, it was a really okay. good. Yeah, I think it was good on the um, writer's part to like mush. Yeah, some of his I, stuff I think that together. was a that and, was a and, cool instinct. Yeah, and actually like bring Jess into a hunt outside mm-hmm. of the one that was her death. <laughs> um and it it allowed us to see their relationship, John and Dean's relationship while also giving us a fun hunt. I really don't have a lot of notes on this episode because I was busy writing the synopsis when I watched Fair. it. Fair. But um the angel the I'm really doing a good job with my words tonight. Um, the cemetery scene has a cool shot of like an angel statue, which is obviously not going to be important or like, <laughs> totally not relevant, but it's pretty. And I like when there's angels in Supernatural. So true. So true. Let's see. Yeah, it's like it's very um, there's it's 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 a very sort of religious shot if that makes sense like the um the background is absolutely full of god rays or crepuscular rays they're actually called but the the classic light descending from the heavens that's in all sorts of old religious paintings and stuff and also in skyrim enhanced edition well well yes <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm on one tonight i guess <laughs> uh a thing i wanted to say um just broadly about the episode that I quite liked um, is there's something cool to me about Jess completely having her own shit going on supernatural event wise, utterly disconnected from anything mm-hmm. to do with the Winchesters. Um, Cause it makes the fact that it like, she has supernatural shit happen to her twice. Like it makes it more tragic. Cause it's like, Oh, you already dodged one bullet and now you're getting mm-hmm. shot at with another one. And this one hits you right in the face. Yeah. Um, it also sort of gives me the sense that like this sort of thing is more common in a way I don't really know how to explain, but it's like the coincidence yeah, like, of it happening twice in some Yeah, exactly. Who's dealt with the supernatural unless the supernatural is not that rare. Yeah, I mean, it gives it's like how oh, how many how often because the show is so insular in terms of like we only follow the boys, we only see what the boys see. We don't really have a sense of how many other hunters there are, how many, like, cases hunters, like, solve versus how many, like, monster killings just happen or, like, uh, there aren't enough hunters to, like, deal with that. Like, it's, it's, there's no sense of rarity there, and this at least gives it a little bit more of, like, oh, maybe this isn't that uncommon of a thing, which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot of notes about this episode either. My first note is redhead Jessica because I think in some of the frames she looks like a redhead. Yeah, I was gonna. She's say got like brownie red redhead. hair. Yeah. She's got the same color hair as me. Wow. It looks red in the sunlight. Yeah, I have that too, but only for my beard, which is weird. <laughs> That's valid. My next note is dormitory thirth. One of the signs for the dorms. It's it's it says dormitory thirth three th. Thirth. Thirth. Yes. Incredible. My next note says our own lives, which I think is John says to Dean of like, we shouldn't go after Sam because we each have our own lives. Um, 
Yeah, let's talk about this John stuff a little bit. Yeah, let's like, talk about John. Because they, they made some interesting decisions here in regards to him as a dad, how he feels about Sam not being here anymore. Okay, so talk. I'm pulling, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm so, I'm so hungry. I'm trying to eat this pizza and let you guys talk over me a little. Cause I talk so much all the time anyway. I think anime John is a lot more emotionally communicative than live action John. Where like, mm-hmm. he'll give advice that is like genuinely good advice while he is also still being yeah. a piece of shit as a father because he's uh-huh. subjecting his boys to the hunter lifestyle, etc. Like, it's it's a very interesting juxtaposition where, like, they made him better, but they didn't actually change him. Yeah, which I like, because it's like, they he, they did, he, they, like, the boys, I guess they did go to school, kind of, sometimes. But, like, John raised them, he taught them most of what they knew. They're, like, functional human beings, so he had to be, like, an okay parent, at least sometimes. Mm-hmm. They did also have Bobby, which I'm sure much of a lot of that came from too, but like I like the sort of nuance of like someone can be a bad dad and still like know things that are like the right thing to do. People someone who is shitty is not necessarily like bad at everything, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I think we've skipped a bit ahead because like I'm I'm rewatching the episode in the background. I want to f- like oh, find the scene so I can read the dialogue so I can closer read it because I didn't write it down. Um, but it hasn't come up yet. <laughs> I guess beforehand, I I wanted to we get. It's so funny. I I have a note for this in uh, the next episode too. Uh, it's so funny how much more American the landscapes in this anime are. Um, <laughs> yeah, like they're in they're driving to California or are they're. I guess they're driving through California at this point because they're going to Stanford. Um, and they they are in California. This looks like a highway in California. This is like some Route 66 shit uh, in terms of really the surrounding geography. pictures of Vancouver and draw that. It would be. Yeah, I mean, the closest you, you get is not in... The closest you get in BC is like Kelowna, um, which is a, is a, has a similar... Uh, environmental makeup to parts of California, but I don't I don't think they've ever gone that far out to shoot any anything in the show anyway. So my notes for this episode are still from when before I resolved to make better notes. And so my <laughs> next note says well then my next note is about John telling Dean that he can't drive. Um but the note after that says Sam spaghetti kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Are you judging my man's for how he eats, like, Oh my spaghetti? god, <laughs> it doesn't... It doesn't say kill yourself. I thought it was K-Y-S. <laughs> it says legs. <laughs> spaghetti legs. Yeah, he has really skinny legs. <laughs> Help. Oh yeah, I'm looking at this now. There's a shot of them, like, at a distance, and he does have very long skinny legs. Yeah, they do kind of cowboy bebopify him sending a picture to you guys okay so we have the we have the scene where john where they're like on the highway and john's talking about like oh yeah people with their eyes cut out um there's a spooky ghost and then uh we get sam and jessica jessica sits down across the room and is like hey lonely boy what's up uh shy boy by uh carly ray jepson starts playing in the background (laughs) (laughs) um but uh 
It's it's he's very much the like brooding loner who the instant anyone starts talking to him, he opens up because he immediately tells her his tragic backstory. Uh-huh. Um, but then she's like she's just straight up like, hey, can we be friends? And he just, he's just like, I don't think so, or something like that. Denied. But Jess, God bless her, she is persistent. She is. She's got a crush and she's gonna work it. Oh no, he says, I d-. yeah, he says, I'm not sure, is what he says. No, girl, turn around. The narrative <laughs> is getting you. Uh-huh. Jaws music plays. <laughs> As you, like, walk closer to Sam Winchester, the Jaws music just gets louder. That's uh-huh. true. Which, speaking of which, so, he sees the, uh, there's, like, a, a cop interviewing um, people about the uh about evelyn summers dying and sam sees that and like goes like uh and like starts quickly walking away and jessica's like hey what the heck like wait up uh and i do like that he's clearly recognizing that there's like a supernatural mystery going on here and he's like no not getting involved getting the hell out of here i'm someone else could deal with this the same thing as him not liking halloween Uh uh-huh yeah staying as far the fuck away from this as physically possible you're not getting me, narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should go hang out with Jess. The narrative will never get you that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next thing that happens is um, Sam, sorry, Dean and John uh, go to the house of the uh, woman who died. And uh, this is sick as hell. Every single reflective surface in her house is covered in tape. Um, including, like, her faucet, her lampshade. It's mm-hmm. it's really good, like, yeah. background detail. I mean, it is actively, they actively, like, uh, uh, talk about it, and Dean being like, well, she was paranoid, huh, or whatever. It's like, Dean, she's dead. She's mm-hmm. not she paranoia w- if they're really upset. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say! <laughs> also, um, the, um, there's an interesting thing here. This is obviously not related in the text but in my head it is because um as part of the shiva process of like mourning after a death um like jewish tradition says that we should cover all the mirrors um so it's like oh my god wow just judaism huh do you know what's behind that like the the reason for that i don't know but i can google it real quick um it's it doesn't need to go to this extent like you wouldn't need to cover the faucet it's just like actual mirrors but it was still fun to see yeah because, like, uh, as John is about to talk about, which is my next note, um, he, <laughs> there's a bit where, so John says, like, in the East, and for a moment, my, like, alarm bells go off because this is a supernatural podcast. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, wait a second. The writer of this is Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> they are literally from the East. Um, so I'm taking this, this general statement with more, uh, more on faith than I normally would. Uh-huh. I think it's probably if even if it is an exaggeration, which I don't know enough about like Japanese folklore surrounding mirrors and shit to like say, but even if it is an exaggeration, it's probably more tongue in cheek than like oh, serious. Yeah. If it was oh, if it was, that'd be great. Um that'd be very funny. I don't think it is because I feel like the the John if that were true, John would be proven wrong by the narrative at some point. Yeah. Um so I think it's just D- dispensing knowledge, etc. Um, but anyway, he says, in the ease, mirrors are often used to summon spirits. 
um, because they were believed to be a like direct pathway between uh, the real world and the spirit world, or the the material world and the spirit world. Yeah. Which um, that's that cool. Note, I do have the answer now. Um, for Shiva, there's basically two reasons um, that mirrors are covered, and one of them is because um, you're supposed to be like looking inward rather than focusing on your physical appearance, so you don't need the mirrors while you're mourning. Um, but the other reason is that uh, it like might attract spirits and demons and whatever from okay. the other side, so you want so, to stop them from reaching out. So very much what's happening so yeah, here. Extremely similar. That's really cool. That makes me like, how old is this? Mm-hmm. Um, is this idea? Yeah how how widespread is, yeah. is this? Because like I don't know, it just feels like it feels like it's very imminent to me. But maybe that's just because it shows up in a lot of Western media. Yeah, I mean, it's a there's a there's a very like Jungian argument about like the the human response to mirrors as a sort of uncanny thing because nothing else like I mean water reflects stuff, but like there's something sort of weird about a material that directly reflects reality yeah. in such a way mirrors, that I can imagine. cameras, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Life would be so easy if we didn't pass the mirror test. <laughs> uh-huh. We were Who's all vampires? Where did he come from? Oh, that mirror test. <laughs> yeah. If we just didn't have, uh, what's that, what's that, what's object it called? Object permanence? No, it's not object no. permanence. It's like awareness of self or whatever it's called. There's a, there's a, psychological term for it anyway i think that's cool i love i love uh i'm not a fucking jungian or uh um campbellian um but i do always think it's cool when human mythical stuff is shared across such a vast like uh gap in geography and culture mm-hmm. humans humans i love it when humans are humans I love, and then Dean's immediately like, oh, it's like a highway. I got it. <laughs> he's so dumb. <laughs> Listen, he, 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 he uses the metaphors highway. he's familiar Life with. Life is a highway. Life even. is a highway. <laughs> I bet he loves that song. Oh, almost certainly. It's on when his was sex that song playlist, written? I think. It's, oh, yes. Yeah, it is. It's on his sex playlist and the, the, the oh my God. mixtape. <laughs> anyway. So there's a there's a phone call on the answering machine, and it's like it's it's sad because it's like uh, the uh, the other it's it's Riza um, judging her for like being superstitious, and it's like oh no now she's dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cut to Sam and Jessica uh, sitting romantically together by a fountain, looking at the sunset. Um, does Stanford look like this? Like California looks like this. Um. But That's I don't know like, about Stanford's like architecture, because it's very yeah. um. It's I don't... more. Oh, actually, no. I'm looking at this. No, no, no. The, yeah, this is what Stanford looks like. Is it a specific fountain? Because there is a um, specific fountain on Stanford campus. That's true. Yeah, there is. I'm I'm looking at this. God, they must pay a fortune um, in water bills. Probably. Uh, I I don't know if we're gonna. Uh, yeah, no, it absolutely is. Um. Yeah, the the green uh here, I'll screen cap it. Yeah, this is this is exactly what Sanford looks like. Good job on the uh the photo references for the uh background team. Yeah. Um cuz this is the uh, this is the shot of them sitting by the fountain. It's a very lovely shot. And then this is the fountain. Yeah. That's fucking this Stanford. Is, that's that's the Sanford fountain. 
That's cool. Good yeah. job. All right. Yeah. Doing a better job at depicting America than the TV show. Yep. The, the live action show. So by this lovely fountain, um, Jess talks about being sad that her friend is dead. Um, oh no! So it was right. It was it was Jess, not Riza, that uh, left the um, left the uh, voicemail. Um, she's like, I was. I thought she was just being superstitious. I wish I'd listened to her. No, I'm it fucked was up Risa. Now. Risa no, 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 said no, no, no. That it was. Oh, it was? They both didn't yeah. believe her. Yeah, Risa okay. left the voicemail. Jess got the call as well. She didn't leave a voicemail though. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Right, right, because in the next scene, right, because they find Risa because she left them the message. Okay, okay, my notes are my notes were not incorrect. I was just I just thought because because Jess talks about anyway. Uh, speaking of Risa, we see her next. She's like, looks like she just came back from the gym. Well, I guess they're in the gym, so she just finished doing the being in the gym. I don't know. There's a lot about this scene. There's a black like character in the show. She's yeah. yeah. You you called her cute in your synopsis, right? She's cute. She is cute. Yes. She's got like a baby. Reese is also very cute as a as a kid. She has like that. Um, I don't know what that hairstyle is called, but when the when it's all like puffed up at the top, it's not an afro, but it's like a floofy cloud. Well, now we need you know a screenshot I mean? to put in the reps. Okay, yeah, it's a cute hairstyle for a for a kid to have. It's kind of it's yeah. I, I see what you mean. It's like a pompadour afro. Yeah. Raps and the raps. I know this. Oh, sorry, sorry. I know this. I'm fairly sure there is a term for this, but it's fine. Goal, goal, puff, head puff. Also, they have like the most. Uh, <laughs> Evelyn is the most like um, like nerd anime girl. She has the the glasses and the braids. This is a a character design I have seen before. <laughs> and uh, we get the spooky mirror. That's all right. Yeah. We don't see too much. We see a spooky, spooky red, red dress lady who freaks them out. It's interesting. The, 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 the dub in the dub, Riza says like, oh, it was our overactive imaginations. In the sub, she's like, I, it was probably some kind of optical illusion. Hmm. <laughs> Which is interesting. It's like yeah. slightly more based in reality. Um, so yeah, she's emo- emotionally unstable. Broke up with her boyfriend, um, and then the ghost appears in Reese's coffee, yeah. which is cool as hell. It is cool. Yeah, they're they're playing around a lot with reflections. It feels like a lot of the time, um, there's a there's a moment in next episode where I was like, oh my god. Uh, or it seems like they really think through, like, this writing team is really thinking through the, like, implications of the powers of these monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fucking, her showing up in Sam's eyes so just made me go, like, yell at the screen. Like, oh, that's it's so good! It's so cool. It's so cool. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Um, I'm still, where's this fucking John telling Dean he can't drive scene? It was before Risa. It was like early. Like, did I? Yeah, did I skip it? Must have. Maybe it's only in the dub. Well, no, it would have been in like an entirely new scene, wouldn't it? No, it was after he says that we we both have our own lives. Yeah, I haven't I haven't found this scene yet. The we both have our own lives is like in the beginning, I think. Yeah. What? Oh. It was. Before I must have spaghetti legs. I must have missed it. <laughs> 
Okay, well, whatever. Or as it's known as I'm sorry. <laughs> it's some spaghetti. Circles. Kill yourself. <laughs> oh yeah! Wait, here we go. Yeah, he's. He wanted to. He went on. Hmm. <laughs> she, huh. She's got to kill yourself that goes on for days. <laughs> that was so. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop thinking about like, this one stupid thing I wrote. <laughs> and I couldn't read my own handwriting. It's really funny. Really bad radio, though. Sorry to everybody who does not think this is funny. But you're wrong. He spaghetti boobily down the stairs. I've been watching the scenes. So I have no fucking idea what, what you guys are talking about. <laughs> We're still on sp spaghetti killers. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So there's an interesting uh, uh, difference here. Um... Where in the dub, John says, like, uh, he has his own life, like, I'd prefer he concentrate on school. Um, in the sub, it's just that we're not dragging Sam into this. He went on his own because he wanted to have a normal life. He is no longer part of our world. Ooh. Which is a little bit less, like, I'm okay with him doing this. Uh-huh. A little bit more cut off, yeah. Yeah, a little bit more like, I'm just done with him. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're also he's not he's like Dean I'm not letting you drive because you drive like a maniac is basically what he says oh I love that it's like you're gonna wreck my car uh, and then we get a fun little mirror moment which I missed also um, there's a nice close up of him adjusting the uh, the, the uh, rear view mirror of the car when mirrors wow. foreshadowing mirrors. just like that new Scrog art do you guys so follow Scrog, who used to be true. Skeptical Frog and remade? I don't follow anybody. But, well, you don't have me, a Tumblr, find the art. Yeah, how would you follow them? In your dreams? <laughs> don't, actually, don't follow Scrog. There are so many supernatural spoilers on their blog. Oh, that's true. You know what? That's true. Let me find the comic and just send that. Oh, fuck. I got I don't think there's any spoilers. in Incognito. I don't think there's any spoilers in that comic. Anyway, I don't follow Scrog themselves, even though I should. I just have a lot of mutuals who are crazy. <laughs> I don't even uh, think it was you who put it on my dash initially, Emma. Well, someone has put it on my dash. Actually, I would have seen it on Scrog. Okay, so John's like, we gotta keep eye on keep eyes on Riza because she's probably next. Uh, and then we cut to our first of the mixed missed connections as from their little not date, uh, uh, Sam and Jess are saying an awkward goodbye and in the background, the, the Impala drives away and they fail, Sam fails to notice it. Okay. His well, head's in the clouds. Uh, Riza gets killed by the ghost in the mirror. Rip. Yeah, Rip uh, there's a there's a bit where uh, she like walks past in the background and her upper body appears in like a little hand mirror and her lower body appears in the reflectivey bit of her washing machine and I think that's cool. Uh huh. Cool as yeah. hell. Cool as hell. 
they did a lot of cool like visual things and like this bloody mm-hmm. mary is a good episode to transition to animate yeah they're playing they're they're really able to play with reflections in a way that's super fun yeah, like, mm-hmm. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I don't think they could do the eyeball thing in live action. It would look hokey. They don't it, have a yeah, special it look, budget for this. Yeah. Yeah, especially not in season one. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a difficult thing to pull off without it being super cheesy. Um, but it works They find here. her dead with ketchup all over the ground. <laughs> oh, no, her french fries. <laughs> her spaghetti. <laughs> Thank you. So Jessica's you. like, oh no, my other friend is dead now too. This is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, poor Jess. She's yeah. just like Mary Winchester for real. Yeah. Literally, all her friends are dead. All her friends are dead. <laughs> Still probably the funniest shit fest I've made for this podcast. <laughs> which is hilarious, or which is impressive because we do we do a lot of shit posting here at Word of God. <laughs> Listen, you got maybe you guys have made funnier ship posts. I just think it's the funniest one I've made. No, you're right. You're right. Um, it's good. Anyway, Sam gives her a hug. Uh, Sam bites his nails, which is cute. I don't think he does that in the live action show. No, I don't think so. It's a cute little nervous tick. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck, ghosts are here. I tried to get away from those. Uh, she'd ghosts. Uh, he also gives her a hug, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. She, like, wants him to. It's not like an unprompted hug. But, uh, yeah, she tells him the story. Um, We know the story. He's like, fuck off. I don't want to hear about this. It's just a coincidence. It can't be ghosts. It's definitely not ghosts. Definitely not ghosts. Haha, that would be crazy. What's next? Demons? That <laughs> What's a ghost? I've never heard of that. Tell me more, Jess. <laughs> um... This is similar, the, this, like, Bloody Mary origin story is similar to the one we have in that episode, right? In the, in the live action? Um, the story in the live action is that Mary killed herself in front of a mirror. Um, she yeah. was an actress. Well, didn't she also she kill her- kids. No, she didn't oh. have any other woman in white. Yeah. I am thinking of the woman in white. Okay. okay. Oh, There's yeah, yeah, because she was an actress, because, and, and, um- her fucking was it her agent or her producer was like uh like not not like not abusing her in the in the uh exploiting her yeah exploit thank you exploiting yeah what's the word i was looking for um yeah okay but yeah this is the this is this is similar to the woman in white story right mhm I don't want I wonder if they did that on purpose. Um, oh my god, why is this synopsis so detailed? Every single scene is synopsized. <laughs> I just want to In are are you looking at a pilot because I can probably do that from memory. I just I just want to I'm trying to remember why Constance killed her kids. It was just kind oh, of like her husband cheated on her. Okay. Yeah. That's well, this version is less bad, less bad, I guess, because it's it's just that she was it, it, it describes her as being overworked, <laughs> which is okay. Um, like, you know, not that's say depression in two thousand five, or did they not want to say depression and imply that people with depression killed themselves and three people? I don't know. It's. It just says that she was like Wait, suffering it's not 2005. from. Emotion. What fucking year no, is it's it? Two thousand eleven. 
Okay. But it's um, still sort of set in 2005 because the yes. timeline is the supposed to be the same. It just, yeah, it just says she was suffering from emotional distress trying to raise three children. Well, you know. Parenting is hard, guys. Parenting is, is hard. She shut she herself and her blood went all over text. the mirror. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is the, the I, I actually quite like this as the, um, as the thing, because it's not, it's, this is, we talked about in that Bloody Mary episode of like, oh, is a Bloody Mary like a type of ghost? Because Bloody Mary as a thing is like older than this. So it's like kind of an interesting coincidence that there like was a folkloric Bloody Mary and then like someone happened to become a real Bloody Mary? Was she, like, influenced by that myth to, like, take a certain form or whatever? Uh, and in this case, it's, like, even more like, huh, that's weird. Um, because she died... Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Thank well, you, Linda. <laughs> yeah, sure, she doesn't even name Mary. Um, my, but the, the thing I was leading up to there... Uh, was the fact that she kills herself literally right as the kids are doing the ritual, mm-hmm. which is a good like spooky coincidence thing that that works for me very much as the like uh, reason for a ghost to happen. Yeah. And yeah, it's like she was like, "Oh, those are my those are my kids, so they're coming with me to to hell through the mirror." And John's like, "Why? Why now?" Uh, so we go to the library uh, because this is early season Supernatural, and the characters go to the library to do research. Yeah, Sokka voice they to have the those, library. Like, shelves that they that you can like spin to squish together and yeah, find the one you want. I love those shelves. Um, I miss them. I should go back I to don't, somewhere where they have them. I d- I was disappointed by the lack of microfiche. Uh, the newspaper's <laughs> just like in a binder. That's such a Wyatt sentence. I love you. <laughs> Listen, this is the fucking horror movie thing. You go to research the ghost in an old newspaper, you go to the library, you pull up the like microfiche like projector thingy and mm-hmm. goes chunk chunk chunk. Like Stranger Things. Yeah, like Stranger Things like fucking uh I don't know, like a billion like B horror movies, like like the I don't know, I can't think of an example right now. It's disappointed by the lack of microfiche. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, microfiche is cool. Yeah, no it is. We should bring it back. <laughs> Do people still use it? Mostly because it would be a pain in the ass to, like, digitize that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. You'd be the one doing it, Wyatt. You're a librarian. Well, I mean, that's that would be more of an archivist's job, but... Ar- archivist? Why do they say it like that? An archivist's job. Um... Is this where the, do they find out why she's back now? Because they don't actually remember I don't why. Either remember. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah, the the this is our second, as Emma mentioned, the synopsis. Oh oh, her grave was dug up. Oh that's oh, right. Yeah. right. Real right, real right. classic. So they went to go find her body somewhere else, right? Yeah yeah yeah. They've disturbed her spirit. Ah, uh, does Dean just find this in a book? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think. I'm rewatching this. Yeah, he's like, I found it. This is it. He's reading a fucking book in the stacks. I, maybe it's a newspaper binder like what Sam was looking at, but it's like a thing that just happened. This isn't archive. Like, this wouldn't be archived. This is just, this would just be in a regular newspaper. 
This happened like a week ago. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Don't think about it. Uh, and then, yeah, Sam's also researching this in the background, and then uh, uh, John and Dean run past right in time. Yeah, uh, or, I really right do like the timing. Before. It's so... It's, it's cute, uh, it's cute. It's obvious, but it's fun. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's yes, a, it's just the sort of thing Jenny. you, like, gotta play with if you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they go also, to a Castlevania. Also, because we haven't seen this episode oh. story before, it's like, well, are they going to see each other? Yeah, it's like yeah, they exactly. t- they totally could. They could have had a moment at the end there, but mm-hmm. they don't, so which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, we then go to a Castlevania ass graveyard. Yeah, it's great. It's like we got the spooky trees. We have the viney, like overgrown gravestones. There's like a big like, uh, like a like a. I don't even know what to call it. It's like a Roman, like, columned, domed-topped, like, tomb thing. Uh, and also a fucking, like, wizard with a sword. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Dean's looking, at the, Dean's looking at the statue, and it's about? a fucking wizard. I'm posting it right now. There's a fucking wizard with a sword in this graveyard. It's great. You've heard of the sword in the stone. Look That's at it. Me. Yeah, that is Dean looking at him. <laughs> yeah, that's Dean looking at him. Well, it's a, it's a, uh, it's why, why is there a it. wizard in this graveyard? <laughs> I just hit my microphone in in my passion. It is a it is a cross like sword. Um, it is, yeah. It's like he's sort of it's it's sort of uh, the hermit e, but yeah, the hermit sort of. staff does not have a sort cross on it. So. Well, it's like a, you know, like a hooded. Like 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 a fucking wizard. It's a whole old man with a with a little pun. It's okay. Oh, I see. Got it. <laughs> anyway, I'm just, I just I'm just curious if this is like from a reference photo or if the background artist just like I'm gonna draw a wizard in this graveyard. <laughs> and if it's from a reference photo, I want to go to the wizard graveyard. Just <laughs> <laughs> going on a pilgrimage to see the wizard statue from episode seven of Supernatural: The Animation. Or sorry, episode six. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, they're like, "Oh shit, Jessica, she's gonna get attacked by the ghost." Um, and we cut to her in bed. She has medication, which is interesting. I wonder if she's on like antidepressants because her friends I are think, dead. I think it was sleeping pills. Oh, that makes sense. I, th- I that's what I thought at least. No, yeah, that makes sense because she is. I would conked. also be having trouble sleeping. Yeah, having trouble if sleeping. My friends had been killed by a ghost. Um, this is a really nice dorm, also, by the way. It is Stanford. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. She has like a shelf with some big thick books. She also has like a weird, like old timey radio, which I really liked. Like, why does she have this? It's fucking two thousand five. She should have like a like a. She's an analog media girl. Yeah, I got that. That's that, that. That it implies something interesting about her, anyway. Um, and she also has a photo of a border collie. Puppy. Oh my god! Puppy. You just have a dog. Yeah, she had a dog. Look, that's her border collie. Look at that puppy. Do you think he's okay? <laughs> I mean, presumably he's like at home, so he's probably sad that he'll never see her again. But he's probably alive. Unless you unless yeah. Uh, Emma, are you implying that that Azazel went after Jessica's dog as well? Oh, no, just being sad. 
just feeling so goofy about it. Um, she is, despite the sleeping pills, awoken because uh, the pictures start falling off her shells because this ghost is causing a fucking like localized earthquake. Yeah. And uh, is this where yeah. the ghost like reaches from the window? Yeah, this is where her like okay. big like, weird a shot fucking where her arm looks extremely long. It doesn't look extremely long. It is extremely long. Yeah, it like I wrote in my notes like Luffy ass arm stretch. Um, <laughs> Paro's daughter, bitch. Yeah, it's it goes all the way out. It's like th- three feet long out from the the window, which is neat because it's like she's reflections, right? And like it's stretched out, like reflect, like a like a funhouse mirrors type vibe. Mm-hmm. So it worked for me. It does yeah, look like kind of funny, it but it's also funny. sort of spooky too. Yeah, yeah, I was willing to work with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sam does assault attack. Make it sound uh, her like he's face, a video game character. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it, it it looks like a video game attack, like in terms of the arc that it swoops out and the way he does it. Uh, there's a big uh, label that says "salt" on the shaker, so we know that it's salt, which is funny. Um, when the ghost gets hit with the salt, her face like gets all fucked up in a way that's like looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm posting a lot of screenshots of the show, but. I want, okay. people, I want people it to happens. see. I think the, the main appeal of this is like how these animators are interpreting the like the shit that we've seen already. So like and, and visuals are one of the primary ways it's doing that. It's hard to get a good shot because of the her arm like starts melting. It's like I guess the I guess the thing is is that it's made out of like ectoplasm or whatever. Uh so when he hits it with the salt it like gets all like gooey and like starts She's to like, like explode slug. yeah except it's like what if a slug like turned to like floaty strands when you hit it because <laughs> it's like evaporating away from her it's cool it's it looks cool mm-hmm. shout out to the creature design in this in this uh show yeah yeah, there's a there's a sick demon moment in the next episode too that made me go oh, like, oh yes. yeah, nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, they uh, they book it out of the uh, out of the thing, and Sam's like, sorry, I was gaslighting you. I actually do know about ghosts. <laughs> um, and then like just on time is there uh, like, oh, we're gonna be safe from the reflections. The sprinklers go off. Yeah. And she like bursts out of a puddle like Emma said. Yes. It's good. They're running all over. They're like, where's no reflections? There's an episode of Doctor Who just like this. Yep. And then Oh. He there he, he this gotta, this is the you bit gotta dig a Minecraft hole two blocks down and put one Yeah, on it's your true. Head. You gotta bury yourself in the earth. Mm-hmm. Um just but yeah, it it's so the the thing that's extra good about her coming out of Sam's eye is Sam's like, they're having a moment and it's like all like romantic and emotional. And he's like, I'll protect you no matter what. And puts his hand on her shoulders and they're like looking into each other's eyes and like about to kiss, which like maybe not the best time for that. But <laughs> as he's like leaning in to kiss her, she fucking, the ghost is in his eye and it's fucked up. It's great. Yeah. It's great. And she likes like, ah, he's like, no, and shoves him back. She's this this anime loves ghosts. eye horror. Yeah, which yeah. Speaking of which, when the when we say the ghost is in his eye, 
Yeah, she's in <laughs> Would there. one of you like to describe what happens next? I don't have it up. My notes just say swoop. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to say that she swooped. Okay, what happens is, is Sam's eyes go all red, and he starts freaking out and, like, gripping his face, and then he, like, his head gets thrown back, we get, like, a close-up on his eyes in this, like, uh, uh, in the motion of him, of him, like, throwing his head back, it's like, it gets real close to the camera, and we see his fucked up eyes for, like, half a second, uh, which is a really cool detail, um, and then, yeah, throws his head back, fucking, like, shadowy smoke explodes out of his face, and he just falls over and hits the ground as if it's, like, taking all the energy out of him. And then this big, like, ghost orb turns into um, Bloody Mary, who's, like, all, like, long and fucked up looking, or her, like, hair's everywhere, and just starts strangling her. Yes. It's a ghost. It's great. And then Sam hits her with, like, what the fuck is that? It's like a, looks like a piece of rebar on a stick. Where did he, did I miss where he got that? Maybe he just broke it off a sprinkler or something. I'm, I'm really <laughs> where did, what did? You know how there's just pieces oh. of rebar lying around on Sanford campus? Oh, no, 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 sorry, sorry, I just couldn't see very well. No, he hits her with his, with his, like, backpack. Oh. Go off, King. Well, that makes sense. I thought it was like a long stick because of the way the the strap is drawn, but no, he just swings his backpack at her, and it does not work. Um, no, I wouldn't expect <laughs> try, it to. King. It's this is so sad for Sam. I would wash like, my backpack in holy water. Yeah. Well, again, he's not ready for this, which is so sad yeah. for him. Specifically, tried not to be ready for this. Yeah. He's he, like, he, I am he can't fucking do away. it. If it weren't for John and uh, Dean, she just would have died here instead of getting killed by Azazel in like a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was. This is three years ago, and in the present, Jess's death is recent. Oh, okay, so they were okay. Probably together for about three. They years. were together for a while. That's true. Um. So yeah, she does get set on fire because in the bat in the like shot for shot, or not shot for shot. In the, it's been cutting back and forth between them uh, digging up the body and uh, the attack happening. So she gets set on fire. It looks cool. There's a I'm bit pretty sure they dug up that grave like fire, really. It, I do have thoughts on fire. Um, Sorry. Where she like turns around by going inside out. Oh yeah. Like, she doesn't just turn around like a normal yeah. person. She like does yeah. a ghosty thing to turn around. Well yeah, cuz cuz uh Sam's Sam runs at her from behind to swing the bag at her and like her head dematerializes for a second and it reappears but it's around the other way to like look at him and do a spooky ghost howl. Yeah. It's great. It yeah, weird. and then she like again, does like, the same thing again. Again, like they wouldn't be able to get away with that in real in yeah. live action it just wouldn't look right but like this it looks so cool yeah and then she like uninverts herself to go back to strangling jessica and she gets set on fire she gets set on fire just like jess yep so true um my note further my notes say you did not dig up that body that fast so apparently <laughs> dean dean and john were just like they Zoom went super it. saiyan yeah it's fine <laughs> Narrative experience. Yeah, you know um, is. I don't know how much to read into this, but I'm, like, primed 
uh, whenever I'm watching East Asian media to like look out for red strings because um, they're uh, a really common metaphor for like um, like fate and like connections between people, often in like coincidental ways or ways that mm-hmm. like are people being drawn together. Uh, the red string of fate uh, that ties people together. Uh, and there's like, I think it's supposed to be the vines, but there's like stringy material wrapped all around these gravestones and they look red in the firelight. And they're like, there is a sort of uh, theme of like uh, fate pulling Sam back toward being a hunter mm-hmm. in this episode in a way that made me go like, hmm, I bet that was intentional. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I have a note here that just says gender. So either somebody did something genderous, or I really like uh, the is it is it is it just on lying on the flowers? Because that is pretty gender. No, that's not what I would write gender for. Okay. I think I just really like the look of the creature on fire. That's probably okay. That's note. gender. Don't fucking question it. Do you have something to? No, no, say to no. Me? I'm not. I I just like that. My my yeah. gender if is a ghost on fire. If I could walk around on fire, I would. Be, uh, there's a there's a manga about that. <laughs> Should I explain that? If you'd like to. Do we care? I don't know. You don't the, need the, to. The, but... the Chainsaw Man guy has another manga about a guy who's, whose superpower is that he's on fire all the time. And okay. his, his flesh is constantly regenerating. Ow. Okay. And it's just, yeah, it hurts. It's like he he doesn't not feel pain. That sucks. That's fucked. Yeah. That's not what I want. That sounds like something that would come out of the guy who who invented Chainsaw Man. Uh huh. Yeah, the guy who who wrote the character who when he pulls a ripcord, chainsaws explode out of his face. Also wrote a story about a guy who's on fire all the time. Yeah. Shock <laughs> of the year there. <laughs> well, um, that was the end of my notes. Yeah. So Jess thinks it was a dream, as uh, as we said, which I guess is like. Cause, cause the sleeping pills and she was sleeping at the start of this and then the end she like passes out. So I can see how that also, would all feel like a dream. Her. Well, yes, he gas. Yes. <laughs> Which at the beginning of this episode, I was like, wait, does Jessica know about the life in the anime? Yeah. No, no. I would have liked that, but also like, I get it. Um, yeah. That's a big change to make. It's sort of difficult. This is like a fake moral situation in a way that is sort of a useless conversation because it's like bad to gaslight people in general. But maybe if they get attacked by a ghost and like almost die, it's probably better for their mental health for them to think that it's not a real thing that happened to them. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, the if I get attacked by a ghost, you have my explicit permission right now to tell me that it didn't actually happen. Yeah, same. If I got attacked yeah, by a I ghost, I say. would prefer to not know ghosts are real because I don't think I'd be able to live the rest of my life without constantly being like, is there a ghost here? Because I know they're real. I can't I can't no longer say like, oh, ghosts aren't real. I'm fine. I'm safe. Like, no, I fucking uh-huh. know that they're real. Yeah, you, can, you can't do the like, just say something funny because people yeah. don't say funny things in horror movies because exactly. you live in a horror movie now. I'd be like fucking H.P. Lovecraft just locked up in my room all day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to him, right? In the in the episode with H.P. Lovecraft, because he was like, go surreal, I'm gonna hide and write he, this man. No, he summoned that shit. Oh, right, no, yeah, he did that on he purpose. Why? Right, because I was he like, why did he door. fucking do that? Why did he do that? It didn't make any sense. I, yeah. I had a better version of the story in my head. That's God, this show's stupid, you guys. This show's yeah, not it is. very good. 
um but you know what is good the way that sam and dean and john all like see each other as they're leaving yeah like dean and john watch sam walk off and then sam turns around and watches the car drive off yes yeah it's a good payoff yes, from the misconnections all episodes and they do finally uh-huh. notice each other. And then the thing that makes them the thing that like jumps between them is Jess doing the little like duck in front of the camera, smiling at him, being like, So can we be friends then? Doing Wanna the anime lunch? girl and thing. Sam's like, Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. And then and then in the next episode we see her fucking get got. Yeah. It's so crazy that the Winchesters all like know that the three of them were right there and then they didn't contact yep. each other. They never talk about it. They never fucking talk about that. Yeah, Dean was like, damn. Dean was never like, damn. She really scraped eye with the Bloody Mary, but not with yeah. the demon, huh? Granted, Sam probably would have kicked his ass for it, but. <laughs> uh, in the Denouement, it's just like they set up the next episode with Dean being like, just got a call from Bobby. Uh, which we will talk about shortly. Um, <laughs> but uh, before that, we have actor facts. Uh, d- did either of you have anything else you want to say about the episode? Nope. It was good. I no, liked it. I don't think so. That was it. Yeah, it was a fun time. Um, okay. Um, only for Riza is my actor fact. Um, she was played uh, in Japanese by Akeno Watanabe, who was Robin in Witch Hunter Robin, the titular Robin, uh, Tayuya in Naruto, uh, Liz Thompson in Soul Eater, Valetta New in Code Geass, and Midnight in My Hero Academia. Uh, we are going to take a break now. When we come back, we'll talk about the next one. Goodbye. Oh, did you want the title? <laughs>
Supernatural, the animation, episode 7, Temptation of the Demon, was written by uh, Naoya Takayama uh, and directed by Atsuko Ishizuka. Uh, we open on the tolling of a church bell. A woman in a church is praying to God about her daughter Meg, who is terminally ill. But instead of God hearing her prayer, it's Azazel, baby, let's go! He looks cool as hell in his trench coat and hat. Uh, we cut to the boys in the Nevada desert, officially making the show more American than the actual live-action show. They're here looking for some kind of clue related to John that the Bobby gave them that call about last episode. Uh, and then they have an anime gun standoff where someone sneaks up on them with a sawed-off. But, oh, hey, it's Bobby. I miss you, King. Uh, he was just testing their skills. Uh, he has, like, big Uncle Iroh vibes in his yes! character design. He's, like, like, really, like, circular and friendly. Yeah, he's, he's friendly. So friendly. Who is this guy? Yeah. Literally. Um, it's great. <laughs> Who are you and what have you done with Bobby Singer? <laughs> yeah. He's he's also fucking there's a bit later where he like gets attacked and he like totally fends himself off and is like, damn, Bobby's cool as hell. Yeah, he um, is. So Bobby tells him about this guy, William Henderson, who was a Marine who served with John and was also a hunter. Uh this is the same like Henderson was the, wasn't Henderson the vampire guy? No, Henderson right, was so... the uh, the agent. Oh That's yeah, Henriksen. Wait, Henriksen. Henriksen. Yeah, wait. Um, I could have sworn there was a Henderson, but I guess I was just thinking of. Henriksen. There's a Mary Henderson in season eleven, so that's not. Who's the? Cool. Okay, you I remember there being a character who was insane. like a marine. I that fucking John googled used to it. Know. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> um. No, they do. <sighs> Well, they do talk to, in a home, they do talk to one of the mechanics that John used to work with. Yeah, that guy's in the anime, too. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna, maybe not, I don't know. But anyway, they talked to William Henderson, who was a Marine, who was with John, um, and also later became a hunter. Uh, he was killed by someone with their bare-ass hands. Uh, they go check out his house, and there's just blood everywhere. Also, this guy had, like, a billion guns. Um... As they investigate, Sam finds a printout of an old cult revolver. Hmm. Uh, this is why I thought it was the guy from the vampire episode, because he was looking into the cult. Uh, and also there's a big old murder board that shows William was looking into their mom's death. Uh, they find some real piss yellow sulfur on the window, uh, so they yeah. know it was a demon who got him. We cut to poor dying Meg in the hospital who saw her dad in a dream. Um, that didn't actually end up mattering, but I wrote it down because I thought it might. Uh, and then back to the boys. Uh, turns out that scene was completely useless, except showing us dying Meg, but whatever. Um... Sam is going crazy with a gun because he thinks it was Azazel who killed this guy. Uh, and then we get a flashback to poor Jessica on the ceiling. It's fucked up. He wants revenge and cries a single tear. Uh, Bobby got some security footage from the outside of William's house, and we see that it's Meg's mom who went in. Shocker. Sam immediately takes off, and then we get a flashback to the cold open. Azazel starts walking to the church, and his foot steams, and it owns. Uh, he offers her a deal to save her daughter, and he's not even going to take her soul. He just wants to borrow her body for a little bit to do totally innocuous things. They argue about the nature of God, and he seems to fail to convince her. We cut to Meg again, though, and she's getting better. Uh, then the boys show up to interview Maria. Um, wait, did I name her Maria? The other, Meg's mom's name Maria. Um, 
but they don't really find anything fishy, fishy, so they leave. Cut to Bobby, who discovers whatever William is looking for, and of course is attacked. He manages to defend himself off, though. I really thought that it was like, oh no, are they going to kill Bobby in the anime? This it's early? Like, yeah. I was like, damn, know. Bobby? Because um, the nah, show he, wasn't he, supposed to keep Bobby around for so long. Yeah. So. Uh, the, these are Chekhov's bullets, though. Uh, this will be important later uh, because he shoots her twice in fending himself off. And the boys rush in. Uh, he tells them that the devil is here. Uh, and Sam finds Maria's rosary. Uh, Maria's fucked up about doing devil shit, praying to God, and then Sam points a gun at her. Uh, they interrogate her at gunpoint, and also Bobby set a salt trap, so she's stuck, because he's a smart boy. Uh, and so she breaks down. Uh, she tells them she changed her mind when Meg started dying, and old Azzy showed up again to gaslight her about being a bad mom, so she accepted his deal. Back to the present, she goes full demon mode, and it looks sick as shit. We'll talk it about that. Rolls. She then jams his gun with her mind, because anime is good. Uh, and says she didn't kill their mom and then takes off into smoke. Um, then the bullets Bobby shot Maria with take effect now that she's just a lady, so she dies and it's sad. Carry on, my wayward mom. Um, oh, also, uh, Azazel was watching them the whole time. And the denouement, they say goodbye to Bobby, and then, of course, we see that Azzy has taken Meg under his wing. Da da da. That's really interesting to me, the, the Meg direction that they went with. Yeah. Yeah. I am embarrassed by how long it took me to realize that this was like the Meg. Even when really? I heard her, her mom's last name, like they said Maria Masters, and I was like, oh, like Meg. Did not click that her name was Megan and she calls her Meg sometimes. I did not That's put really two funny. and two together. I was like, wow, I'm so proud of myself for catching the clues in this episode. It's really funny. Was, meanwhile, the moment meanwhile, I heard the name Meg, Meg, I was Masters, like, and I was like, wow, yeah. just like Meg I, Masters, bitch. I didn't catch it until they called her Maria Masters, so I'm glad I wasn't the slowest one on the pitch this it's time around. No, that's like that's when I was like, oh, they they use Meg's last name. That's so fun. See, no, I was like, oh, that's Meg. Because I was the still Meg. stuck on this being a, like a setup, like Faith, um, and so I was mm-hmm. expecting like Maria Masters to be a Mrs. Rourke figure, um, mm-hmm. because she kind of is. But yeah, if it it's was about her instead of Layla and Dean. Um, this is this is a really fun watch in terms of the uh, t- the number of sort of um, it's poetry at rhymes vibes mm-hmm. in the way these episodes are like smushing together a bunch of different supernatural episodes to make their own like original stories, but feeling like cool remixes, I guess. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It's neat. It's like I don't a see a lot of it's enrichment. Yeah, mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of adaptions that are quite like this. Um. Usually yeah, it's usually, like usually they're really faithful or they're very unfaithful. Like usually yeah, whereas, it's one end of the spectrum or the other. Whereas this is like faithful in spirit, if not in content exactly. It's like we're gonna get these same themes in here, but do them a little differently. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I like it. Uh-huh. Uh before we talk too much more about this episode though, we have an intro to watch. Yes. Let's see what what good old what good old uh Jarpad has to say about this. <laughs> what have they done with Jensen? Turn. Oh, I just saw that it was just uh, uh, Jared Padalecki in the uh, oh. little brief moment I saw. Sorry, spoilers in this intro. <laughs> okay. Uh, three, two, one, go. This anime original story includes the first appearance of two very special characters on Supernatural, the TV series. Our buddy and mentor, Bobby, and our nemesis, 
the yellow ID. They're buddy. However, He's you might notice a few changes to the way they look. Okay, I mean, yes, they do look differently. Yeah. <laughs> also, this, that is a lie. The yellow eyed demon has literally he shown up in very like, an episode similar and a half. to the yeah. face that he ends up wearing most of the time. Yeah. Oh, no, I just mean that Azazel sh has shown up in the anime already. It's real. With like a he whole was... face? Well, uh, we see his I mean, eyes. This is, He's like this is the first time. This is, this is the first time he like shows up and talks. Yeah. Yeah. Before he was, was just, just a, a, like, an intimidating yeah. vision. Yeah, we saw his spooky ass eyes when he did that weird stretch thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. This Bobby is a different guy, though. He is. Like not he's, just physically, although that too, although not very much, but like yeah, he's a different shape than original Bobby, <laughs> and he doesn't act like him at all, and the. The boys don't respect him. Like, they like him, but they kind of think he's annoying, and they don't mind if he knows that, that he, they think that. Yeah, like, it's what? interesting. Huh? Where am I? Yeah. It's very different. Um, this is, this is a bit of a pull, um, but he reminds me of... Um, I was trying to think who he reminded me of because he seems like such a type to me, but I couldn't think of another example. He is, he is extremely a type. Um, he... My, I mean, my specific poll is yeah okay. Um, so the uh, the 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 imp he reminds me of Nanbu uh, from Megalobox, uh, who is a um, direct like uh, spiritual successor to um, uh, Dampe Tange from Ashita no Joe, which I have not seen, uh, but he he's like. The round kind of like, I mean, he he wears an identical hat, um, and actually his coat's really similar too. Um, you his his like he he has like um, uh, buck teeth and like a mustache in a way that does not look like Bobby. But I'm posting this guy. He has sort of like he's not a scumbag exactly, but he's like he's literally the first time he shows up is like threatening them with a gun um he's like kind of a that, he's kind of a scamp you said mustache did not prepare me for this <laughs> yeah this guy has a this guy has a has um, it's like a soul patch for your cheek it, it's it's he's supposed to be like kind of he he's designed after a rat right like you can also see it in his teeth um because he's because he's kind of a scumbag He's kind of a rat man. Like a, a good jinko of those but, um, great mass detective guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Um, I haven't seen, I've always wanted to read Ashton no Joe. I haven't gotten around to it, but I do really like uh, Megalobox. And if this guy is anything like um, Gonbo uh, in Megalobox, sorry, Nambu in Megalobox. So it's a good, I, I love, I love a scummy old man who is like actually a softie at heart. So fucking true. Anyway, yeah, I don't know what if this, this is... Bobby is to me no. at least. I don't. That's not he's the kind of like of him. he's kind of he's not like a scumbag, but he's kind of like he's he's your he's, he's your alcoholic uncle who. That's who sort of what I mean beer. by scummy. He's not like a scumbag, but he's a little like he's skeezy. Little, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's your alcoholic um, uncle who slips you a paps when you're 15. Exactly. <laughs> or is like, hey, you wanna you wanna hit off my my cigarette? Don't tell your dad. 
That's the type of energy. Yeah, exactly. Which I I don't know if this design is an intentional reference to um, Dom Tange, but the hat and the coat really, like, I don't know, it's pretty similar. I don't know. It was just so funny to get, like, wild whiplash because, like, he... They have, like, a little tussle with him, right? And then he takes the the jacket off and they're like, oh, it's just Bobby. And he goes, hey there, Sammy. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yes, they're, they're in the Nevada desert. Uh, there's like a weird, like, there's a, there's an old, like, rusted windmill, which is kind of cool. Uh, the failure of American infrastructure, I guess. Um, and I'm sorry, by windmill, I mean like that, like an air, like a, like a a electric, like an, yes, thank you, a wind turbine, not a windmill. It's not milling fucking wheat. Uh, but yeah, we have this like ominous rumble and then fucking Bobby, (laughs) the sod off shows up. And the standoff is great because it's it's which of them throws the code? It's Dean, right? Yeah. They yeah, they yeah. instantly know what to do because Dean pull throws the coat and Sam pulls the gun. And then Sam gets behind him to hold the gun to his back. It's like very like Polished. this is their combo move. It's cool. They can fight together. Wow. Yeah. But then yeah, it's Bobby. Okay, but that was skipping ahead a little bit. I do still have notes on the um, the intro scene with Maria praying. I think it fucks that Azazel shows up like, hey, I heard your prayer. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. so good. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Unholy I mean, mix. Up, but divine. I love vote. it. Yeah, this is a, this is a Catholic-ass church. Uh-huh. Um, it's extremely gold. There's candles yes. everywhere. We have the... Um, Oh, what's that called when it's a cross with, like, the dead Christ on it? The crucifix? I thought the crucifix was when he wasn't on it. No, it's a cross when he's not on it. It's a crucifix when it's depicting the crucifixion, Wyatt. Okay, okay, you got me. (laughs) God, what a crucifying mistake. Just there was a, I thought there was a specific name for Christ's, like, corpse when it was represented, though. Oh, the corpse, oh, the corpse itself. itself? Yeah, I think so. Is it just the Corpus Christi? Yeah, yeah uh, probably. <laughs> um, no, because that's a, that's a feast. That's a... I don't know. Whatever. I don't care about Catholicism. There's Christ is on the cross, so you know it's a Catholic church and not a Protestant church, because that's... that's uh, idolatry or whatever if if you depict him on the cross i don't know i didn't I don't know, know that oh there's so many fucking like uh sort of sort of um so there's so many protestant arguments against catholicism that are basically being like you guys are basically pagans <laughs> you're doing all the things that christians aren't supposed to do okay That's i so googled funny. cross versus crucifix because i figured it would tell me the term for the body and it did it says what is commonly referred to as the corpus oh it is the corpus okay yeah all right thank you You're welcome what could i do for you <laughs> appreciate it uh we have some little little baby cherubs in the in the uh stained glass the little butts out we got some people with halos and uh in old-timey art yeah it's a it's a, it's a church-ass church but that does not stop <laughs> as a self from being the one to show up or as azel also, she fully has the like lace, or not lace, but like 
What fabric is that? Like the sheer fabric veil on, covering her head in deference to God. Mm-hmm. It's funny because it's kind of like honestly un-American to me. I know there's lots of like Catholics in America, but like the the American representation of Christianity is often like not this. Yeah. But uh, the symbolism is is powerful. Catholicism is cooler than Protestantism. Catholicism is literally prettier. What do you want us yeah. to do? I, ideologically, I don't agree with Catholicism, but they did kind of go off Protestant with the stained glass windows. <laughs> Ooh, there's a really chairs? funny there's a really funny I meme I saw the other day that was like the world if uh, Dark Souls was inspired by Protestantism and not Catholicism and it's like a guy uh, in like night armor in just like a fucking office room <laughs> <laughs> so true uh, but yeah we will we will get more of this as is all seen later um, but yeah it's sick when someone's praying to God and then a devil shows up and is like it's yeah. me instead. It's me? Uh, so yeah, they, they go to Bobby's hotel boy. room. Uh, it's fucking... Speaking of him being, like, your scuzzy uncle, this place is trashed. Yeah. Like, Bobby, what the hell? where the hell are you staying? Slash, how long have you been staying here? This place is grimy. I'm gonna take a screenshot of this. There's, like, trash everywhere. There's, like, books in the corners. There's, like, a bunch of shit lying in the ground. He's wrecked this place. He's not going to clean up after himself. Whatever poor housekeeper is going to have to come into this and spend all day cleaning this fucking room. Yeah. Anyway, also, this is said, a huge motel room. Yeah, it is pretty big. Sorry, go on. Also, this is not really an angle you see it from a lot, so that might also be helping. Well, it has a you're, stove. You're looking at it at a diagonal. It has a kitchen. Well, most most motel rooms have don't have kitchen. Or I guess it's not a stove, but it has a pot, which implies a stove. Long stay, long Maybe stay Bobby motel rooms have kitchenettes. A lot of the, a lot of the motels that the boys stay in in the show have kitchenettes. I think. Okay, I guess that's fair. This is just this yeah, like I'm the, of the changing channels one where they had like a whole space for a table and everything. Although that was a sitcom, so maybe they had more. I've just like that. this looks like a. Um, is it? Uh, Motel 6 that I'm thinking of? Yeah. Well, I mean, this looks like all the roadside motel companies look the same, but, like, I've stayed... There's a shot of the outside building. I've stayed in many of these in my time, and no building that looked like this had rooms with kitchens, in my experience, but... No, but that's totally fair. It is... And complain. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it is, I think it, is it really depends on whether it's a long stay. Yeah, like it's, if it's intended for. Long it's stay. fine. It's fine. I just thought it was funny because I've from the outside I had such like an immediate recognition of like buildings that look like this um, versus the inside, which the room does not look like what I'm familiar well, with. At speaking all. of things that are funny and absolutely not intended to be, uh, Bobby goes like, "Do you know Henderson?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." And he's like yeah he he was you know a friend of your dad's and then he says quote they weren't just friends john and oh Henderson yeah we're lovers <laughs> hello yeah, yeah, yeah. also yeah. wall hunter okay you can't take mm. that back i know they had sex is he you know listen what hunter? happens in the military stays in the military what are you hunting for men <laughs> <laughs> Um, we get a picture of the two of them together, and, uh, it's fucking huge. 
Yeah, and they comment on it. They're like, this guy's huge. How the fuck did somebody rip him apart? Because we've if seen you can John. Rip apart like a small person. Oh, also, young John looks like Dean. Okay. Uh, I'm going crazy. Goodbye. Also, I like this guy in the background with the like blacked out eyes that's just like looking on me like, yeah, those two are gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say a slur, but decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, actually, Henderson looks like um the guy from Full Metal Alchemist. Alex? I get mm, eh. No, the blonde guy. Is that Alex? My Alex name, Louise my... Armstrong? Yes. Yes. He's big. Uh, I guess. I mean, Alex has his, like, little, like, sissy boy mustache and his, like... That's true. Shirt. He does have his, his little... <laughs> I'm not gonna um... say a slur, Wyatt says. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a big anime man. He's got hairy arms because he's American. Um, mm -hmm. We see his chest hair sticking out. I can imagine this guy's voice. Mm-hmm. I'm sad we don't get him on screen other than this this picture well, of him. Because he's been ripped in half, unfortunately. Because he's been ripped in half. <laughs> it's me, Asia. He's been, he's been ripped in half. What? <laughs> Ash is quoting the French mistake when oh, okay. Genevieve Padalecki goes, It's Misha. He's been stabbed. Oh. Yeah, right, right. Um, honestly, to me, he looks more like All Might than uh, than Alex Louise Armstrong. He's got the, like, big, like, Roman nose. Oh, no, you're so right, actually. And the, like, enormous grin. Mm-hmm. It's okay, because I am uh, here now. Then we get um, or whatever a picture the of the says. cult that has three bullets instead of the five. Yeah. So I guess they're going to mm. miss fewer shots. <laughs> Or waste fewer Yeah, shots. I hadn't thought about that. I've been muted. Uh, <laughs> I accidentally muted myself, putting burying my face in my yarn. Um, <laughs> either they're going to miss fewer shots, or they're going to make, or they're going to waste fewer shots because they did kill a couple of demon yeah, number three. It's true. They did. they did miss at least once, but they also did uh, take out some side characters. Um, there's something cool to me about the fact that Henderson's murder board was on his window. It's like he's fully blocked out the outside world with, like, mm. the the interior of his mind being displayed on the wall like this. I don't know. There's something there for me. Although, actually, I guess it's just that he ran out of wall surface, because there's fucking shit plastered over all of his you walls. get a folder, King. Yeah, like you can buy like a flip a, one of those flippy easel. boards. Get a scrapbook. <laughs> I bet Garth bullet has a journaling. scrapbook. Garth has a bullet journal. <laughs> yeah, Garth has journal. a Garth has a scrapbook and a bullet journal, and they like they like their one's the reference to the other one. Uh huh. Yeah. They're he like does, they're stored he does in ASMR sets. ASMR videos. Oh my god. <laughs> He's big on TikTok. Uh, so we cut to um, the hospital room. We see little baby no, Meg in these pictures. I oh, have okay. one more thing at the crime scene of Henderson's death, which is okay. I was delighted to find out that they even in the anime they do the like touch the sulfur and sniff their fingers. Yep, yes. it's sulfur. Like, <laughs> and yep, it's... the weird yellow powder is still sulfur. 
<laughs> like I said, it like I said in the uh the the the, the synopsis, it just, it just looks like there's piss stains on the window. Like it's, it's just this like it, it does it I know that like yellow. it's hard to draw like like that kind of like grainy like material. So I get it, but like it doesn't look good. <laughs> It also looks kind of like an egg. Egg. <laughs> it was an egg sitting on the window. Anyway, Meg's in the hospital. This scene oh, doesn't hi, really Meg. go anywhere. They meet Meg. She had a dream. Yep. She's dying of uh, sad anime girl disease. Uh-huh. There's something later that it's like she... I, I mean, she has some kind of chronic illness that's like... Uh-huh. That makes her pass out. It probably has something to do with her lungs... Question mark. Um, yeah, she she's like, coughing. coughing. She's feverish. Yeah, she she has fucking tuberculosis or whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, like later, we see uh, like uh, the the thing that Azazel guilt trips Maria over is her being like a busy working mom, not having time for a kid, and like going out. And then when she gets back, Meg's like passed out on the ground. And there's the implication, I guess, that like whatever. She was like she was not gotten medical aid quickly enough, and it's like worsened her disease. But this was like probably I don't know. She looks like she's at least in her late teens, early twenties. So this was like fifteen years ago or whatever. It was like, did this one childhood moment really like worsen her chronic illness that much? I don't no, know. No. Doesn't suit the mechanics of it. Doesn't super matter, but. I'm just I'm interested in whether we're supposed to um take how how truthful we're supposed to take Azazel's words versus just him gaslighting her. Yeah. Cuz like she shouldn't have left her daughter like she should have probably noticed that her daughter was sick but Yeah, I don't know if gaslighting is the word I'd use here but manipulating for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she doesn't say. I guess he. the The reason I said gaslighting is because he was convincing her of something that didn't happen, which was her being the one to cause the illness when that clearly isn't true. Um, yeah, but that's but, a definition that also just straight up applies to lying, like trying to get you to believe something. That gaslighting. Isn't true is also gaslighting lying. also involves it, like telling the yeah, person like gaslighting that is, you are is, gaslighting involves lying, crazy lying, but is not just lying. And I, I, I feel like yeah. it's a word that gets overused, so I'm a little bit leery of using it, like unless it really applies. But okay, I thought it applied in the case where it was like misleading yeah, no, someone yeah, about I, their I past in a way that because you're right, it's not just lying, but like you can lie about like anything. Whereas, like, it's something that when it's something that a person did, I don't know. I, I may be person. wrong about what the definition yeah, like he of the is word is. Specifically, misleading her about her past in this in that sense. And that's that's what I thought gaslighting was. I think I think the gas part of gaslighting is like trying to convince the person you are gaslighting that they can't trust their own recollection of things. Yeah, like mm-hmm. insisting that they're crazy or they're like misremembering. I think it requires some of that rather than just like asking leading questions but i don't know for sure um anyway 
the semantics aside. Anyway, don't read the taming of the show. Anyway, anyway, the point is, is that he he fucking manipulates her using her past, using her guilt over her past <laughs> to like yes. convince her to sign her body away in like a horrible demon deal. That it's psychological manipulation based on like past trauma and guilt, et cetera, et cetera. It is very like abuser vibes. Is my is yeah. my point. Mm-hmm. There's a bit, I don't think we're at it yet, but there's a bit um, when we're seeing the scene, or more of the scene, I guess, in the church, um, when she's like, I would never sell my soul, and he's like, who said I want your soul? I want your body. I do, and she yeah. gasps, and he goes, let me oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh, I'm dying to talk about the scene, but we do see Dean in the shower briefly, which I needed to... Uh... Yeah, to bring up. of course we need to talk about Dean in the shower. Yeah, I also have when to he's, that. He has, like, monkey <laughs> hair when he's in the shower. For those who are curious. <laughs> for those who want to see anime Dean titties. <laughs> you do got those big anime, anime boy titties. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the way his hair sticks up when he's in the yeah, shower. It's cute. really funny. He's cute. <laughs> Your honor, I love him. Um, then we get the, the flashback of Sam watching Jess die, which is like yeah. pretty much shot for shot from the pilot. Yeah. Um, very satisfying. They did change, like, in the original, the blood drips on his forehead, and in this, his bangs are too long, and so it drips on his cheek. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's, like, the only visual change, really, which is very satisfying. Um, meanwhile, Dean, we we cut between Sam and Dean, um, as Sam is like, I can't stop seeing it, etc. And Dean is like in the shower, completely not moving, because this version of Dean did see Mary. Yep. Uh, I can't believe they turned Sam's Jess trauma into Dean mommy issues time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's what the show is. Um. By the way. By the way. We see the contents of Sam's like battle backpack or whatever because he dumps it all out over the over the table here, and he's Sam's inventory has some shit in it. <laughs> so Sam has a like uh, a fucking dream catcher. A Castlevania ass holy water bottle, a sawed off uh, single hand shotgun, a regular ninety uh, 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 not a ninety nine. What's it? What's a, a like point forty five? No, it's not a forty five. It's a ninety. Is a ninety one? It's like the most basic ass handgun you can think of, like the like the black handgun. Alex, it's what like caliber a, is a basic ass handgun? But I'm also since I played a first-person shooter. Is it 9mm? Nine 9mm nine handgun is, yes, that's what I was thinking of, thank you. Yep. Um, he's got, like, a big fucking combat knife. He has a, he has a, like, World War II-ass, like, round hand grenade, which is the funniest thing in <laughs> it here. It's like a fucking bomb. Yeah, it's a, it's a Looney Tunes, like, bomb. It's not what hand grenades look like anymore. Sam, what if you get stopped by campus That's police? a Granada. Um, also, sorry, I feel like I have to add on Alex's commentary. He says they are kind of gun bros, so they might be carrying 45s. Thank you. Thank you. Tell Alex I said thank you. Emma says thank you for your commentary. I don't know if he can hear me. Oh, I don't know. Okay. 
Maybe it's a forty-five. Uh, anyway, it's a basic ass handgun. Is my guns. point. Yeah. I know. I don't know. And then he just has some like loose ammo. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah just some loose there's loose ammo anyway. Like that's ammo is not undangerous. There are there is gunpowder in there. And he has some rope, but he doesn't have matches in there. At least that. He he, he also. J- oh yeah, there's rope. Too. I would be yeah, more just... concerned about the nude ass grenade. You get that <laughs> pin stuck on something in your backpack. Grenade in his backpack. I had like a, a an Fair alarm thingy. Like this. Literally, I had like an alarm thingy attached to my backpack that was like a ripcord that would make a really loud noise. The amount of times I accidentally set that bitch off trying oh to get God, out of the car, yeah. Sam would have blown his ass up the, uh, so the fast. The idea of like bullets jangling around, like just loose bullets jangling <laughs> just, like, around in the bottom change. of his backpack he, he walks around, like fucking like, like loose wires <laughs> in the bottom of my bag, just like. Why the fuck do you have loose wires in the bottom of your bag? Because I carry a, a external battery around with me everywhere and wires that I can use to charge people's shit. The number of times oh, okay. where... Oh, not like, like Not my... like copper wires. Oh, like no, no. Plugs. Like wires for like charging chargers. electronics. Wires. The number of times like Better classmates or uh, coworkers have been like... Why you fucking saved my life when I've pulled out wow. my external battery, like, makes it absolutely worth it to carry it around everywhere. Nice. You're so right. You never know when someone's going to need to charge. Are your yeah, loose things you wires, carry around like, actually loose, or you have them, like, wrapped up? They're, I don't bother to wrap them up. They're just, like, hey, they're, just just, they're finagling down there. <laughs> I should get, I should get some hair ties. I use them so often that it's like, oh, I have to untie this now. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Sam, Sam, you gotta organize your stuff better, man. Don't just don't just let those bullets. In your backpack, why the fuck? What the fuck would you need a grenade in your backpack? (laughs) The love that he has a grenade. I hope this is a Chekhov's gun situation, and we see him like throw a grenade at something in like five episodes. Chekhov's grenade would have actually shown it better, I think, instead of making. Yeah, no, I know. It's not actually a Chekhov. I'm just, I just think it's funny. It's just a little joke from the animators. Um. What is the word I'm looking for? The rocket launcher in the trunk. Yes, yes. See, but that that is that's like a they, long they bit that used, turns into yes. a Chekhov's rocket launcher. It takes like ten seasons, but they do get to use it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, they get to use it in like an incredible way. So it was excited. Worth it. Oh good. Um. Sam is like talking very softly to Dean, and I do like this scene is good, but I do find it funny to just imagine the blooper version of this DB like, like, what? Sorry, the shower's too loud, I can't hear you. <laughs> Dean has an audio processing disorder and is half deaf from shooting all those guns in yeah. sewers. And also, showers music. are loud. And oh, loud music loud. and sitting in a shower. Dean can't hear shit. Oh, yeah. And the reason Fun- Dean is actually staring at the walls because he wasn't listening. <laughs> He's trying to figure out what Sam said. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, I've oh, already man. asked him to repeat himself three times. Yeah, yeah, I can't ask him again. That's just embarrassing. Um, Sam is like gripping his head and quivering and cries a single tear. And then when he does that, we get to Dean in the shower and a single water droplet falls from the shower head. Mm-hmm. That's good a shit right there. Man tear. A single man tear. That's, that's a good use of the pathetic fallacy, IMO. So true. 
Which, by the way, is there a literary term that sounds more like an insult than the pathetic fallacy? <laughs> Whenever I say it, I feel like I'm being mean, but that's the literally what it's called. The cringe fail fallacy. <laughs> yeah. The fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have the idiot ball. That's not a that's a that's a TV trope. That's not like a literary term. Fair, but I have probably used it in a lit class. Yeah. But, but that's because I'm incredibly lowbrow. Um, so they see the security camera footage. Uh, Sam just takes off. Bobby's like, huh. <laughs> but I guess catches up with them because he he sets his salt trap. Uh, and then we get the flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He refers to himself as a good Samaritan, which yes! is interesting because that is specifically a biblical story. Yeah, it's great. It's a in the in the in the sub he just calls himself a uh, gentleman. Uh, so when I rewatched the dub part and he called himself a good Samaritan, I was like, oh, that's a good translation change. That's good shit. That's some good shit. Good shit right there. Well, because isn't isn't also the thing with the Samaritans is they're like they don't worship God like they're pagans. Yeah. So the way I learned the story, um. Is that the Good Samaritan, you know, is the one who lended uh, a hand to whoever was in need at the time. I don't know yeah. the details of the story. But juxtaposed against the fact that the Jew in the story did not. And so it's like, Good Samaritan, bad Jew. Um, which is not like the rest of the phrase or anything. It's just the rest of the story. Um, so I do not have good associations with the phrase. But I understand that that's not the way that it's used, like, colloquially people are not intending that as part of the story when they're referring to like oh a good samaritan um but that is apparently the rest of the story interesting although i didn't read it myself so this is secondhand and now you are all hearing it from emma so it's third hand congrats on your third yeah make good use of it (laughs) that wasn't even funny don't don't get used to it because it'll turn into a clone version of yourself, and then it'll steal. That your gets to run away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. This must be really. Jack Harkness will keep it in a little jar for his own nefarious purposes. What? I'm sitting here like, because <laughs> the. What? We're talking about Doctor Who, bestie. No, sorry. I'm no, sitting here like things. Looking into this, cause the cause. Oh, you're you're still on the Good Samaritan bit. <laughs> yeah, cause Jesus told the story. Oh, I see. Cause there was a, cause the character the 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 character in the story is Jewish. So I'm like, where is the? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the story the story goes. This yeah, is in in Luke. A... Um, somebody's like, treat your your neighbor as yourself, right? And so he's like, okay, well, who's my neighbor? And Jesus says this parable of the Good Samaritan, which is that even if someone's not of your community, if they treat you fairly, you can consider each other your neighbors. Um, Yeah, so the character who needed help, potentially, um, this this version of it is translating as a priest, but I guess that doesn't mean priest. It's a priest presumably jewish character or at least implied um and so he he gets like robbed and whatever and he needs help um and then i think i misrepresented something whatever there's a jewish character who needs help and then a jew passes him and a levi passes him yeah um and then a samaritan passes him and even though he is a samaritan he treats him with compassion and helps him and whatever 
The uh, um, I'd assume the priest in the story is a Pharisee because that's G- Jesus was always railing against the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Jesus is like, "Now, who do you think was the neighbor to this guy?" Um, to answer that guy's question. Yeah. Jesus Jesus would have been a great kindergarten teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he lo- yeah, I mean, he's good t- traditionally like uh, uh speaking, he was good with kids. I love not knowing anything outside of the Broadway musical. <laughs> there's like there's like a bit where like he's he's talking and hanging out with a bunch of kids and some like older people are like you're a great prophet. Why are you hanging out with these kids? And it's like these kids are smarter than you, motherfucker. <laughs> Nice. We love to see it. Anyway, um, I like good. So anyway, the reason I brought up the Samaritan thing and is because the fact that like the Samaritan is a like non-believer or whatever is like not someone in the faith. Mm-hmm. And it's like because he's a devil. It's like, oh, that's that's kind of fun. Explicitly an mm-hmm. enemy group, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I'm learning things. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the Wikipedia page too. I'm just reading about Samaritans. Wait, are is are wait? Hold on. Do people still? Oh, there are still Samaritans. I did not know that. Huh. There's 874 of them. Wow. It's a. It's a. Wikipedia describes it as a Abrahamic of the Samaritan an ethno-religious group. Central holy text is Samaritan pent uh pent pent that I can never say the pen It's the Torah, but it's the Pentateuch Pent I can't Emma, how do you pronounce this? Oh the Pentateuch Pentateuch? No, I don't say that. I say it's uh the Torah. Like Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, which they I believe is the her. original unchanged version of the Torah. Well, so does everyone. Yeah, they describe <laughs> the holy faith begin with Moses. Interesting. I didn't mean that in a dismissive way. Sorry, that came out a little bit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. Ever, yeah. Yeah, like the Mormons also think that they have the real Bible. Yes. <laughs> the secret revelations. Oh, so they're like, they have their own version of the Messiah that they have some specific, like, um, things about. They're like, it'll be like this. And then also, their holy place is not Jerusalem, but is Mount Gerizim. Interesting. This has been Theology 101 with Wyatt. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm like, whenever I discover like a new like minority religious group, I'm like, what's up with these guys? <laughs> what's going on over here? I thought these were like the uh, those other guys who built the uh, the big wall that the horn blows down, where they just don't exist anymore. Who are those guys? Which guys? The ones that like the- Yoshua attacked. Maybe the and guy like with the, the first horn book that, of prophets. Yeah, the guy with the horn that blows the horn and it makes the wall fall down. Yeah, that was in Yoshua. Oh, Joshua. Sorry, I forgot that Joshua is a name that you would recognize. I just, I, I just want to know, know what those people were called. <laughs> I know what you meant. I mean, people are called Yoshua as well. Is my point. 
No, the people that Wait. Yoshua attacked. He wants to know who they were. I don't know. The, it's, the it's, like ancient Canaanites. Oh, thank you. Oh, that was the word you wanted? Yes. <laughs> I love it here. Never yeah, change, you guys. Can we go back to Supernatural, guys, please? Yes, yes, yes. I was just like, because those guys don't really exist anymore. Because also, that was a term. That was like the the term for barbarians at the time, right? Like, there weren't actually, like, anyway. <laughs> so Do he your comes own to, research. He comes to the church. I'm going to cut a bunch of this shit out. I just, I have, I had an autism moment. Um, so, yeah. He steps in the church and his foot steams, but he's powerful enough to come in anyway. And it's, it's he just it's fucking rad. no sells it. It's great. Anthony Janthony Crowley could never. <laughs> yeah, and she like she can like feel the evil radiating off of him. He says she feels his aura. Yeah, she doesn't seem to have any like special powers or anything. He just fucking sucks. He's just got rancid fucking vibes. He's Which, so to rancid. Be fair, like he- his foot. His foot does steam when he steps into the church. <laughs> He's also got glowing yellow eyes. Yeah. And also, his vibes are so rancid, they invite other bad vibes into the area. Yeah. It's great. He looks, like, absolutely enormous as he walks up towards her. It's just this, like, tiny head on this uh, just rectangle body. Posting this. He's huge. He's very large. He's like, what if Slender Man was actually like broad as hell? What if he was wide shoulder man? There's like creepy music going on in the background too. Uh then he says that he was once an angel. What yeah. do we think of this? I uh, so uh, there I mean, the the writers don't give a shit about the later demon <laughs> cosmology stuff. Not even that much well, later. Season three is like very. Yeah, I know. Important. Like, nah, fuck it. I mean, they knew they weren't doing season three. Exactly. They were like, okay, well, well okay. skip that. And this does Bobby technically refers- mean that angels are already canonical to Supernatural in season one. It's technically, true. they exist. Thank you. Castiel is out there. Um, He's out there, King. Stay strong. <laughs> um, Bobby does refer to him as the devil. In the dub, uh-huh. he does say so, the devil. <laughs> I wrote that in my notes. He says it, it in the, the sub too. The devil. He's like, yeah. it's not a, de- it's not a demon. He says the devil is here. Yeah, like they, they, there's a lot more emphasis on it in this than there ever was in the show. So yeah, like, like, is the, the possibility? Lucifer? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of what the show might be playing with. Is either? Yeah, I don't know. Because there is a like a. Poor there Sam. is an interpretation that demons are the the angels that rebelled with Lucifer and and he corrupted them or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's like that a is that is Milt that, that is, is in Milton. Yes, demons yeah, that's are, the Milton yeah. one. So Lucifer like isn't is real in the, in the Bible, so it's like no, the, there's only Milton to, to yeah. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't have that He's guy either. Canon. It's just one of the fucking prophets just compared a guy to a star, and everyone was like, oh, he's talking about an angel that fell from him. I was like, no, he was just saying that a king's reign would fall like a star in the sky that was translated as Lucifer, because that's what the Romans called that star. You know how it is. My guess is they're kind of playing fast and loose with the lore, because, mm-hmm. like... I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah, not just because they're like they don't care about what happens post season two because that's beyond the scope of what they're doing, but also like Azazel is a knight of hell, 
he is implied to be the most powerful guy around before Lilith and is probably like as far as like power tier goes on the same level as Crowley when he's the king of hell like so Azazel being conflated or conflating himself with the devil Satan like yeah. that tracks for me yeah it's like it's an easy way to raise the stakes like if it's just a demon mm-hmm. like okay whatever we had a demon in one four and it didn't make a difference um but like if it's the devil if it's the devil who's been orchestrating their lives then like you get a very straightforward like yep that's the antagonist yeah yeah and also like and who doesn't he, it wasn't a as angel? so true uh it is, the show, it's... The... <laughs> sorry go on the live action show doesn't like straight up imply that azazel is the devil but like he is the devil for the purposes of like the first few seasons He's the yeah. he is the most po- he is their Satan, the adversary. Why the adversary, that? yes, the, thank the you. That's where adversary. Yeah, fucking I don't British. Know, both of those sound wrong now. <laughs> adversary is right. Thanks. Anyway, yeah. So my, my yeah my favorite version anniversary in there. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite like hell stuff is when Satan is like a title and not a person. I always think mm-hmm. that's fun. So like yeah maybe maybe he's Satan. Because Lucifer's not around. Yeah. Because he's locked in a cage, so someone's got to be Satan. Someone's got to be they the king put of hell, yeah. succession about the Satan. Uh, 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 Emma, I have a comic for you to read. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in Kieran Gillen's Kid Loki run, there's like a Naturally. whole uh, arc about politi- the politics of hell. Uh, because Satan is like, the guy who sits on the chair of hell is the Satan. Um, and there's a bunch of different demons that are, like, vying for who gets to be the Satan, and it's fun. Hell yeah. The Satan. Um, anyway, so, the reason why this owns is because it's a real power move for someone Uh to be like, God will help me, and him being like, I knew him. I knew that guy. He's not gonna help you. He doesn't give a shit. He says, I don't let people down like him. Yeah, it's so good. There's like we yes. have when he he Fallen says angel he won't, resentment. Yeah, says he won't let uh, lift a finger to help you. He just stands by and watches as the camera pans across the corpus on the cross. Uh, uh, uh. He's like, yeah, has he, he answered all the prayers the that you've said? And then yeah, it's like if God can't say Romix, he say you can. He's like, oh, I can. And then just like heals a, a dead flower in front of her. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, says, I don't let people down like he does, which is a sick, sick line. I, he's like, yes. I like humans. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to help you. I'm just a little guy. You want some, some fucking results? Yeah. Cut through the red tape. Do it. It's fun. <laughs> I also like the idea. I know he's, I know it's like he could probably just like watch her and smoke for him or whatever. But it's very funny to imagine like, Azazel finding out, like, oh, this guy's looking into me. I gotta deal with that. Who in this area is, like, emotionally devastated enough for me to manipulate into letting me use them as a puppet to do some murder? Just just that gonna is, go around asking some questions. Be like, that is a daughter very, is dying? like, demon thing to do. Yeah, it's just the idea of him doing, like, footwork like a detective is very funny <laughs> to me. Maybe That's they can fun. sense, yeah. like, emotional distress. Yeah, 
I'm sure they have some kind of mystical re reason, but I like the idea of him just having to, like, ask people questions. Walking around, knocking on people's doors, yeah. dressed as a priest, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, You've, you, you know how you go to confession at church? Well, confession has come to you. <laughs> wow, it's a convenient you. new service we're offering. It's a confessogram. Okay. Um so the boys interrogate her um and there's no nothing really comes of it, but Sam notices that the entire time she was like touching that rosary nervously and he's like she's hiding something. Which, Which he happens to be right, but like you fucking cop People get yeah. nervous when they talk to the feds and then they yep. fidget with their stuff. It doesn't mean they're lying. For sure. We talk about this all the time, the but this is the this is the um the power fantasy fiction of the cop show and the ability to intuit uh the truth <laughs> of people, etc. Remember when Dean looked at lawyer in her eyes and he was like, I know you're a good lawyer and you can tell I'm innocent. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um then Bobby gets attacked. Bobby gets attacked. There's he a really her. fun bit at the end. Yeah, like as uh he like swings the gun around towards the camera and then we cut outside where the boys are closing the car door so it like chunks on the yeah. gun. It's ooh, yeah. It's fun. fun. We hear the gunshots. When the <laughs> Sam's like, hmm, the lights are off in there. That's worrisome. And Dean's like, oh, he's probably just watching porn in there. Gunshot, gunshot. <laughs> Which again implies some things about Bobby and their their history slash knowledge of him. Yeah. So Sam finds a rosary in the corner and they're like, Is that a rosary? And he like lifts it right next to his face and squints and goes, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So He's happy get with a himself. Cut. Um so they they go confront her, they salt circle her. Um Oh, we also, oh, before yeah, that, we have the the devil stuff of, like, um, all the sort of climate change things, the dead bees and the firestorms and everything, uh, which I'm glad they kept that from the show because it's cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. omens. Everybody loves an omen. And then this is where Bobby says, the, the devil is here. But yes, uh, we learned her tragic backstory. Um yeah, we already talked about the scene. I like how um, Azazel's like, this is your last chance. And, like, of course, it's in threes. I'm not sure if it was actually three, like, appearances or if it was just, like, one of them was split into two scenes for us. But I think that was um, supposed to be the same threes, scene. But... Rule of threes rules anyway. So. Yeah, it is still narratively rule of threes because it's three yeah, different scenes. And, like, scenes. The, the episode rule title of is Temptation of the Demon. Um, yep. Yeah. And like Rule of three specifically with, threes, you know. yeah, with yeah. regard to demonic yeah. forces. Mwah, we love it. Uh, the shot of him in the staircase is good as hell because she's in like the warm light, like right outside the hospital room, but down the hallway, it's dark uh, and it looks cool as hell. I'm posting this also for the refs. Yeah, this hallway is very yellow also. Yeah, there's um, a lot of really good. This is this is as you can see from the previous image I have of him here. There's a lot of cool bits of like her being in the light, but him being in the shadow and being like elevated above the light in a way that's like overpowering um, mm -hmm. the like warm part of the screen. It's good. Yeah, and the fact that like the scenes he's in so frequently have yellow lighting. Not in the staircase because he's he's backlit by, by blue, but then he's going to come forward into the yellow. 
Um, yeah, and she is bathed in yellow. Yeah, and of course, what's he known for? His yellow eyes. Yeah. Um, there's a shot at uh, 1628 where he, she's like lit in such a way that she basically has like no eyes. She looks almost like a skull. And meanwhile, his eyes are like literally glowing yellow. Yeah. It rules. They're having so much fun. It's like, oh, we're getting this villain called Yellow Eyes. Okay, we're going to lean into that. Yeah. Yeah. Focus on this guy's ominous uh, eyes. Speaking of his name, um, we should clarify: he's not called Azazel at any point during this episode. He's just the fucking oh, devil. Yeah. But we know him as Azazel already. So yes, yeah, yeah. It's just easier to call him what we know he is. Yeah. Unless they've changed yeah. that in the anime, but I don't think so. Yeah, I think that it's said. His name. I think it's said Azazel in the in the eyes. voice actor page thing that I went to. Oh, maybe. Um. Yeah, so she tells she tells the the crew um their her her backstory and explains. Uh and then they're like, Why would you do that? And she's like, Because he wanted me to and then she like okay, so she she has her like sorry for talking into my hands. She has her face buried in her, her hands when she says like because he wanted me to and then she like drags her hands down her face as she looks up and her face fucking melts it like yeah, arranges it itself rules. in a way that a face shouldn't um as how do i describe this like her eyes start like glowing in a way like they turn black in a way that looks like they turn into holes more than mm-hmm. like black eyes the way the supernatural demons do um yeah her it's like, like it's, it's like, her... like a purple glow and they're not eye shaped anymore yeah, and it's like her face is made of candle wax or something, and the mm-hmm. way it's like sort of melted looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her voice and warps her... as she does it too. It like gets a demon voice mid sentence. Her eyes are like stretched out, and then she does the like spooky demon like exorcist like neck crack like head mm-hmm. going further than it should. Which, by the way, if if this is her real human body, also Bobby's bullets like it doesn't matter. This neck crack yeah, would her neck kill her. Is snapped. Yeah, um, like this is. But in theory, the like vertebrae. it's just hanging really limp. If they haven't explicitly said that it broke her neck, so it's fine. Like your neck could probably do that. It would just hurt, and it would not be comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Her head just did that. <laughs> her head just did that. But uh, yeah, then like I said in the synopsis, she fucking st- like makes his gun jam, like not jam, but like explode in his hands mm. with her mind. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, we know that the demons have, like, psychic powers. Like That was, a, like, the whole conceit of season two. Yeah. So, of course, you if you had psychic powers, why bother, like, throwing someone around or whatever when you could just make throwing their gun explode? Throwing a high object at them. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Uh, Sam asks her, if she, or the demon possessing her, rather, if that was the one who killed uh, Mary and Jess. And the demon says, no, I was only something, but I didn't make out any words there. Did you guys hear what they said? Oh, um, so yeah, uh, the gun explodes. Sam charges her. Um, he like grabs her by the throat. Says, was it you? She says, no, that wasn't me. Um, I was just... Nah, she doesn't get to finish it because she, like, bursts out. Okay, so or, she like, makes sound that her. isn't quite words then, I think. Yeah. Like, the the voice gets even more garbled as she leaves the body. I, I assume it's like I was only, like... An assistant like a, spectator. Like a puppet. Yeah. 
a pawn. Like you. Because it was Azazel, like, in there. But also, she was the one answering. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Bobby's like, oh no, I shot her. Yeah, Bobby says that he didn't even get, or I don't know if it's Bobby or Dean, I, it's possible I just didn't recognize Dean's new voice, but um, one of them says, I didn't even get a chance to do an exorcism spell, the the devil left on oh, the yeah. An exorcism that spell, that's really funny. Yeah. To say that, you could have just said an exorcism, we know what that is. Anyway, yeah, um, Bobby killed this vessel. Sorry, Maria. So, as she's dying, she's like, well, at least my daughter's okay. <laughs> she basically makes well. her first prayer from the start, from the cold open. Yeah. She's like, thank you, Lord, for a daughter who is such an angel, etc. Put put all, don't blame her for what I did. Put all the sins on me, Lord, even though it means I'm going to go to hell. Uh, and then she yeah. dies, and, like and it makes... It makes Azazel showing up with uh, Meg in the in the Denuma even sadder. It's like, oh no, she couldn't yeah. escape. Damn. The narrative do you guy. think? The narrative do we star. think that Azazel like got her to make the deal by saying, "I'll bring your mom back"? Oh gosh, mm. maybe. Because I think that's I think that's fun in a fucked up way. Mm. She's just like pants. Claire for real. So true. And then Meg and Claire should have met. They didn't, right? No, I don't think so. They did not. Um, Dean then t- like makes fun of Sam for crying about this woman dying in front of them. Yeah, like Dean, that was fucked up. <laughs> Bobby's like, "We're in front of a church. Stop fighting." Yeah, he specifically says, "Like, I don't think your father would want you fighting in front of a church." So I guess John is definitely Christian in this. I guess confirmed Christian John in the in the dub he says it's bad karma which is interesting he's yeah. like that's the that's the wrong religion my guy <laughs> and then yeah uh, Azazel's talking to Meg and she does her cool yeah. little eye black yeah he puts his hand on her shoulder in a creepy way yeah which it begs an interesting question like did he turn Meg Masters into a demon or did he convince Meg Masters to allow herself to be possessed which begs know. another interesting question do demons require consent in order to possess a vessel uh yeah it's a good question yeah, it seems like it's, it right why else would he have to like it, convince it, yeah. maria to like, let him use her yeah. body yeah and i don't yeah it's sort of we don't even know they're more like i mean we in this universe i guess yeah he said he's a fallen angel so we don't even know if humans can become demons in this uh yeah so so Call who knows energy. but We'll find out, presumably. Yay. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, that's the episode. Uh, it's some fun. We got some fun religion stuff. We got some demon stuff. Um, I wish we'd gotten more Bobby, like, just a little bit. Like, he was he was around, but, like, they didn't really have, like, a conversation with him in, like, a prolonged way. Mm-hmm. That's fine, though. Um, oh, did not, did I not? One second. Um, let me just check this. So I don't have, uh, Bobby here for my actor facts. Um, I think I forgot to, uh, pull it up, but I can just do that on the fly. Uh, I've done it before. I can do it again. So... 
Meg Masters uh, was played by, in, in Japanese, uh, Nana Mizuki, um, who was uh, Rue in Princess Tutu, Wrath in Fullmetal Alchemist, Hinata in Naruto and Boruto, Lanfan in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh, Anne Takamaki in Persona 5, Mio in Dororo, and Moko Akashia in Rosario Plus Vampire. Um, close that one. Um, and... Okay. Um, Maria Masters was played by Shoko Tsuda, um, who is, uh, oh my god, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, she is Azumi Curtis in Fullmetal Alchemist. Um, she is uh, in both versions. Um, oh, I guess she's not been in that much stuff. Uh, but she is uh, also Impa in uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, and Tears of the Kingdom. And um, and then finally, Bobby, our good friend, uh, was played by uh, Takashi Taniguchi, um, who is Harry Anders in Helsing, um, is uh, Montblanc Cricket in One Piece, was the narrator in Serial Experiments Lane. Uh, Shigure in Yu Hakusho, um, in a bunch of video games, it doesn't matter as much, um, and oh, I was also Mr. Masters in Street Fighter 2, which is funny to me, and in English, to him and Maria, yeah, I know, that's, it's just a, a funny, uh, coincidence there, um, now in English, he's not played by anybody. Like, super important. Okay. Um, that is the facts of the actors. Uh, and we're done. Uh, next time, we are going to be talking about episodes 8 and 9, Everlasting Love, and The Spirit of Vegas. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review us, etc., etc. Uh, until next time, we're going to be... Hanging out in the desert, looking out for poisonous snakes, <laughs> feeling hot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>The music used on Word of God cast is The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.